0: I remember, bruh, when I went to take my ACT, my ACT, I went to Seneca, of course, but my ACT mm-hmm. was at Seneca as well. We're in the cafeteria taking the ACT, everybody spread out, of course. And mm-hmm. some dude had uh, narcolepsy and he fell asleep. <laughs> all you hear is boom. All you hear is boom. You heard two bumps, boom, bah. He hit his head on the desk and then fell over onto the floor. <laughs> he fell
1: asleep. <laughs> he was
0: knocked out, yo. He all you hear is you heard boom, ba, and like what? And everybody turned around, look, and dude just laying on the side. He didn't wake his, up. <laughs> he like he gradually like just slow motion, <sighs> and he. I mean, he knows what he's got, so he just woke up was like, right. "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm sorry."
2: <laughs> and everybody was just this happens all but, the time, don't worry right?
0: About it. <laughs> but the rest of us was stuck for like it was. It felt like it was ten minutes, but I'm pretty sure it was like thirty seconds. We right. always just stuck is like, what the hell is going on? Right. Cause it's yeah. what nine o'clock in the morning. First of all, we should not be having to take this test at nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday anyway. Also true. That didn't make no sense. That to be honest, you should be able to sign up for the ACT during the week when you would be in school and you get to get out of school, not even have to leave your school. You just go to another classroom and to yeah. be able to take it. But looking back, they made everything difficult as so hell difficult. on us. Going Something. to school at 7.40 in the morning anyways is already dumb as hell. Like,
2: mm-hmm. catching a
0: bus at 6.15 in the morning, bro. Bruh.
2: What, time Bruh. You, what
0: time did you catch the bus back in the day?
2: Early. I don't remember. Because I went to <laughs> Eastern, and, you know, I lived downtown. So, it was like a 20, 25-minute 20, bus ride. So uh, I, saw the diff-
0: I saw the difference when growing up in the West End – our school, our bus rides. I would catch the bus at six fifteen in the morning, bro. It was six. You remember the time? Six seventeen is the mm-hmm. time the bus we get
1: there. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: right. You, I caught me, me and my and me and my sister caught that, and that's when I was at uh, TMS and Janae mm-hmm. was at. Uh, she was at Mail. and so we both caught that bus, went to a compound, and you know it'd be like twenty buses there, and then you all mm-hmm. switch buses or whatnot. And by this time, it's still only like 7 a.m. we doing all of this. Yes, and then you crazy. get to school. School starts at 7.40. That first bell rings. at 7 40
2: 7.40? 7.40.
0: Yeah. And then that first bell rings at like 7.25, 7.30. We get mm-hmm. there at 7.20. We've done all of this before 8 a.m. And we're fucking crazy. 12, 14, 16 years old, bro. Like, crazy. we already set up to fail. Like, you, yeah. who, what 12-year-old is thinking? At 8
2: a.m., bro. It's a public school. Yeah, I mean, and and luckily, I never had to go to the compound, luckily, because I would have been trash. Because Eastern, uh, Addison was my home school, but Eastern was the home school for the projects. So I just had to get to the bus stop where the, right? <laughs> the Clarksdale <Yeah>. Clark- <laughs> kids were. So luckily, if it wasn't for that, I probably would have had to go to a compound or something crazy like that. But
0: Like, it really didn't make sense. But then when I moved out towards the – uh When life changed, I moved out towards that Newburgh area. Man, you catch the bus, no compound, you go straight to school, and I get there in like 15 minutes, I'm like, oh shit, life is, they treat people different out here. They didn't give a damn about us in the West End, y'all. This this is different. When you out in the, and that's why, yeah, there's parts of Newburgh that's hella hood, of course. But it's different, bro. Like mm-hmm. that, being out in Newburgh, it was closer to the suburbs, though. Because, like, yeah, people pe- that's when I saw people acclaim claim Newburgh 2 1, blah blah blah. I'm like, bro, you have a two car garage,
1: though. Like, <laughs>
0: what do you, you, you are yeah. not from the hood if you grew up with a two car garage, bro. 100%. We had the parallel park on the street, nigga, back in the alley, and so we had alleys. They didn't have alleys out there, no, they, <laughs> they, no, no. they didn't have, they didn't have no. alleys. So it was different, like growing up downtown, you on the bus, your whole route to get to school took 45 minutes, took an hour and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you live out there, 15, 20 minutes, bro, it was, we, actually, you could walk to school out there. Yeah. You could walk to school. I don't know how many, thank God I didn't, but I don't know how many friends I had growing up in the West End, they got robbed on the bus stop,
2: you know? Life yeah. Lease. In the East, it was, it was much easier for us because you either went to Addison or you went to Easter. Yeah. And that was it. And so we had direct buses to go into both of them. But Man, other we, than that, like...
0: I'm trying to think. Growing up in the West End, we all went to... It was everybody down there went to Manual, Mail, Central. Uh, especially those... Uh, Butler was one of those schools as mm-hmm. well. Those are the four main schools, to be honest, in the West End. Those are the four main. And to be honest, those schools was kind of a little bit more. Oh, yeah, Shawnee. I'm tripping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But those schools was a little bit more not as crazy and hood as some of them other schools. You know, like even going out to Seneca, Seneca was way more wild than those schools, than the butlers and males and manuals. Mm -hmm. And maybe not Central. Central was, that was a little (laughs) different. They they was, they was. Uh, skipping school to walk the indies so yeah was,
2: <laughs> central was tripping they they was doing all type of stuff at central. <laughs>
0: that, that was a little different um before yeah. i get away from it uh everybody welcome to another hour of the chicken and liquor hour we back in the building we got a first-time guest my homeboy uh it's for years now. It's been my dog since we really got cool grad school for real for real.
1: Mm-hmm. But We've oh, known yeah. each
0: other we've known each other since what 06 like 14 years bro. For
1: sure uh, think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: shout out uh, my Louisville homie once again second episode in a row we got somebody from Louisville where are we pronouncing it how you supposed to pronounce it Louisville,
1: Louisville.
0: not Louisville how y'all be Louisville. saying it Um, He's not going to agree with this end, but West End is the best end we Yeah, no, that's not. (laughs) I can't condone that. We got the the homie T. Harris. We in the building. How's it going, my brother?
2: Man, living, man. You know, glad to be here. Happy to connect with my brother and looking forward to a good conversation. For sure, man. We don't talk
0: all the time, but... I think it's one of those uh friendships and bonds that we know we could go we could go a year without talking but we know man that the, that's the homie, that's the dog, man. We had some good times, good convos. You know what I'm saying? We uh we them both came a long way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, this is the best
2: type of relationships, man. You know, I don't got to talk every day, but when, you, when we link up, it, it feel like we never left, so. For
0: sure. I don't have the energy to talk every day, to be honest. No. That's a lot. No. <laughs> that, that's a lot. Um, yeah. Let's see. I want to, we was talking about kind of like relationships and stuff, and you mm-hmm. can get person if you want to talk about that, let me know whatever you don't want to mm-hmm. talk about. But mm-hmm. my dog's going to be getting married soon. Yeah. So, bro, that's wild as hell. Like, it's it is. Yeah. <laughs> This whole <laughs> uh, this whole getting older thing is just it's weird because no one ever has been through it before. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of our okay. other experiences, you can say, "Oh, I've been through that once." Like, you get a new job, you've gotten a new job before. Shit, mm-hmm. you get a new girlfriend, you've gotten a new girlfriend before, and all that. But getting older. No one's ever been like, oh, I've been 32 before. It's my second yeah. time. It's my <laughs> second time. So, just yeah, getting yeah. older and seeing everybody uh, having kids, buying houses, getting new jobs, moving away. And I, I feel like, especially with our generation coming from Louisville, I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of us, a lot of the people before us, was really moving away from Louisville. You know, I no. think the generation before us are uh, older cousins, aunties, uncles, parents, grandparents, especially they wasn't moving away from Louisville you know mm-hmm. and it's just as something different now my sister said especially us we both working in higher education people in higher ed be moving around yeah. and just going around how do you think that that being able to move around like that has benefited you that maybe some of our older generation didn't get to experience or get to see like what how's that changed you?
2: Yeah, it, it's crazy, because I, I tell people all the time, they're like, you you, you went to Arizona, do you got family out there? And I'm like, nah, like, 100% are, you of got my family. family and, not, bro. I'm like, yeah. nah, I just, I got a job. <laughs> exactly. 100% of my family lives in Louisville. Like, I don't have no one anywhere else but Louisville. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's, been, it's been different, one, you know, just being away from them, but it's also just different just being able to see a different part of the country for me and knowing that no one in my family has ever been to Arizona, is crazy. So they got the opportunity to come out here and and just see what, you know, the West Coast life, desert life is all about. So just opening up, um, you know, their eyes to that. The big thing for me is always my nieces and nephews, being able to see somebody do something that uh, the rest of our family haven't done is huge for me because they can say, you know, I I can go somewhere else because Uncle Thomas went and that that's I think that's the biggest Uncle Thomas. Oh. Yeah, man, I got what like I got thirteen nieces and nephews, bro. Damn, Crazy.
1: bro, you got that many?
2: I mean, I'm I'm the youngest of six boys, and I'm, oh, you know, so oh, my see, brothers. Yeah, so.
0: I have one. i you know it's just me and my sister, and mm-hmm. I have one nephew. That's what yeah. I have. I What's got that? little cousins, so in a sense, I kind of treat my little cousins. My my young young cousins, not like my little cousin that you've met, like my cousin mm-hmm. DJ, who's only four years younger, who yeah, they yeah. don't count or whatever. But like now my younger cousins, who I, who might be like fifteen, I want to mm-hmm. treat them kind of like that. Where I want to let we're cousins, so you ain't got to be like uncle with like you ain't got to treat me like I'm an adult or whatever. Sure. But I kind of treat them in that sense. But I I I didn't understand what kind of y'all meant about what nieces and nephews mean. Until my mm-hmm. sister had a baby. And now, like I get it, you know, like yeah. I totally get it. And he's he turned one back in uh at the end of July. And I'm just like seeing this little nigga grow up, this is yeah, bro. It's wild to see that I was scared to hold him when he was a baby baby. For sure. I, like it was too small, scared to hold him. And seeing him now walk around and exhaust me when I try to babysit, like that shit mm-hmm. is exhausting. So seeing yeah. that, I get what that means because. Like you said, like, that's the important thing, being that far away. You want your nieces and nephews to see what you're doing, but you want to stay in contact with them. And that was a big part of me not moving too far away and actually yeah. just moving to Atlanta instead of because I was up for jobs in Chicago and Dallas mm. and everything. But my mm-hmm. sister lives here in Atlanta. So that was one thing. Thinking about that, like, I want to be around him as he grows yeah, up absolutely. and I want to be around them. So have they been out to has your friend been out to Arizona at all?
2: So uh, my mom has been out here, but, and then I, I've had a cousin, but that's it. Um, but of course they'll all come out for the wedding. My mom, my dad, and then three of my brothers. Is
0: that where the wedding's uh, going to be out in Arizona?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: That's, that's what, so had your family ever been out to the West Coast, to Arizona, to any of I that? I mean,
2: my, so my dad used to sing back in the day, so he's been all over. I it. didn't know that for real. Yeah, bro. He was in like a you know one of them groups in the in the 70s that sang and shit like do you know the name of the group? Of group um see i forget uh, because he was in another group as he got older <laughs> like a real older um like like probably 5 6 years ago it was called the seasoneers so that is the name that always sticks in my head but i forget say it one more time the seasoneers okay cuz they was like og uh, gospel, hey, group. that's
0: the, the season. Yeah, end. that's all it a, <laughs> it a dope name.
2: Oh, the scepters. That's what oh, they wow, were called. Steve Harvey
0: in the high tops. Is that yeah. he in, the, <laughs> in, the, in the?
2: yeah, he, he had the fro, you know, the you know, the pants, hey, that's and dope. The, the, let the chest hair hang out. All the oh, no, the that's day. hella old school when they got the chest yeah. hair out
1: for,
2: yeah. So he's been all over, but you know, my mom, she liked taking trips overseas. Uh, across water. So she does that more than travel in, in state. So for the most part, I'm the first one to actually venture out west.
0: That's dope. That like for me, when I first moved to Florida, to for me, I was like, this isn't a blessing just for me. This is for some of my family that I had some, like my parents had never been to Florida. Like my father wasn't traveling or doing anything like that. So when I moved down there and they would come to visit, they got to experience a life they didn't get to experience. So I was like, this is this blessing is for all of y'all. Now, even my friends got a place to come visit and see something Mm -hmm. different as well. So that was a great feeling for me, even though I felt like Florida's a more common place for people to visit or whatever, but from, where we grew up, not a lot of people was just traveling and leaving Louisville and doing this or doing that. So mm-hmm. it, it, it felt good for me, you know? So when you first, how long have you been out in Arizona?
2: This is my fifth year. I moved out here in uh, 2016, August 2016. 20.
0: And you was, before that, you were still in Kentucky, right? Or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: I was, I was still in Bowling Green. I mean, so, once I left Louisville, I was in I was at WKU so from 06 to 2016. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was, that was, uh, th- I think that was a nice amount of us because that was me. When I love, that's what I tell people. it's like, what's Louisville like? I said, to be honest, as an adult, I don't really I don't know. Because mm-hmm. when I left Louisville at 18, never moved back. I visited, never but I back. never. So, <laughs> like, when people like, I've never, I've never really got to experience Derby as a as a full fledged adult. Because as I got older, mm-hmm. I wasn't visiting. When I moved to Florida, I wasn't visiting home or whatever. It just was, it was just a not a good time to visit. That time where a Derby, for everybody who doesn't know, is the second weekend of May every mm-hmm. year. Yeah, second weekend. First of Saturday. May. First, first, first Saturday. Saturday. My bad. Damn, that's yeah. how long it's been. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry,
0: little but. <laughs> <laughs> but that just the first Saturday of May, man, that was graduation. And, you know, I work in the event side, So it's all these events going on. I can't just bounce and leave, you know. So when people ask, I'm like, I don't know what it was like as an adult, like to live yeah. on an everyday basis. So when people are talking about how traffic is picked up and I go home and see them, like, damn, traffic is different now. Like more restaurants every time I go. It's mm-hmm. just it's different. But like you, I left. Love- and never went back. We was in Bo- we was in Bowling Green for a nice amount of time though. Ten
1: years. <laughs>
0: ten years. That's crazy. Oh damn! I never- So you was there ten years. I was there for eight years, and so you're in Arizona, Tucson.
2: Yeah, Tucson.
0: So, is there what's like what's some big differences living out there from being back home in Kentucky then, well, specifically <laughs> Bowling Green? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so Tucson is 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 a big is a bigger bowling green. Like it's it's huge because there's so many little outskirts and suburbs. But yeah. for the most part, it's a college town. Like everywhere you go, so it's like the go, bowling
0: green of Arizona
2: in a sense. Yeah, but it's bigger. Okay. But it, yeah, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like everywhere you it go, you. It's, it's big. I mean, you see uh, Arizona stuff all over the place and things like that. The biggest difference is it's no green. It's brown everywhere. That's <laughs> wow, <wild, laughs> bro. And no grass, no trees, just dirt. And um, you know, I mean, trees, but not like green trees. Yeah. And uh, there's palm trees that they got imported from from Florida and stuff like that. So it's cool to see those, but um, you know, they don't naturally grow here. But I said, I mean, it's it's really the weather and the lack of green uh, is is probably the the biggest. And there's very very little black people here in Tucson. Like you see <laughs> Hispanic folks and uh, and uh, a little bit of you know maybe. Asian, but I could go, like, outside of campus, uh, I could probably go a couple of weeks without seeing a Black person, real talk. Really? Crazy.
0: So it's mainly, like, Hispanics and white people? Yeah. That is what, I mean, that makes sense. I guess I just don't think about that or whatever, but that makes sense. That's, like, mm-hmm. but see, living in Florida, it's Hispanics and Black people, but there's like, in Florida, Jamaicans, (laughs) Nigerians, Mm -hmm. all the island folk, all the Hispanics, whatever. So yeah, yeah, you get all of that heritage from, maybe it's not like Black Americans as much, but it's Black folk too, and you get to learn those heritages or whatever. And it's all kind of Hispanics though. Do you have all those? Is it a lot of those different types of Hispanics? Because in Florida, you get the Puerto Ricans, and you just don't. Basically, you just don't get Mexicans. A lot of Mexicans sure. in Florida,
2: yeah. And that, and that's what's here for the for the most part. It's I think it's it's heavily influenced by Mexican culture here, you know, because the border's not too far. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd I'd be, I'd I'd be. Uh, dumb to say it. it's just mexican folk but i, I think it's a, it's a good mixture but heavily for the most though. part it's heavily influenced for mexican yeah. culture yeah we got some native folk here too um you know to do stuff uh and um but for the most part you see a little you see diversity but it's just not like what i'm used to in kentucky like i don't see a lot of black folks
0: and, that, and that's what when i first moved to florida they was like so shocked you can tell people be in their own bubble because they're just like, how do you not know this about Cubans? But I'm like, I ain't grow up around a right. lot of Cubans. Like, I don't know. How do you know Jamaicans don't eat this food? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? I'm, we didn't have that. And like the closest thing I had was when I left, like I said earlier, when I left the West End and moved out towards the Newburgh area, they had mm-hmm. a lot, of, they had more like West Africans in that area. So when I went to Seneca, it was a couple Cubans. Uh, it was a couple uh, West Africans or whatever. Not a whole lot, but it was more than we had in the West End. But they yes. just couldn't fathom that you could live in a place and it's just black and white people. I'm like, well, yeah. that's a lot of America. That's a lot. <laughs> <Pretty
1: sure. laughs> they were sure. shocked.
0: But you know, in Florida, it's uh, outside of Mexican, it's a lot of Puerto Ricans, it's mm-hmm. Dominicans as well, and just different Hispanics from all over the place. But it's just not. A, I didn't meet a lot of Mexican people in yeah. Florida, but. I felt like I grew a whole lot learning about the different diversities and uh, working at Florida state was the first time I, um, I got to have a group of friends that was from all over the place, not just from all over Mm -hmm. the country, but the world. I had a group of friends that was, yeah, from New York and California and South Florida, of course, and Chicago and Connecticut and all that, and even Iowa and stuff. But then I also had friends that was, Cuban and from the Dominican Mm -hmm. Republic and from France, you know, from all different types of stuff. And it helped me grow a lot. You know, it helped me, it also helped me realize that more of us are similar than we think. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we think that are, that's how Black people, that's Black people. I learned that that's actually Southern. That's just what Southern folk do. It ain't just, it it ain't just Black people though. So I started growing and learning that, like, oh, it ain't just black people that will save the oil from cooking and put it on the back of the stove. Nigga. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the South does that, you know, 100%. everybody in the South. So what, how, what ways that actually, when you first moved there, what were some things that maybe surprised you? I think I remember years ago us talking about how, uh, I think you said it wasn't a lot of churches out there or something mm-hmm. to that matter.
2: Like mm-hmm. what, what
0: was that like then?
2: Yeah, that that's a huge thing, you know, for me obviously identifying as Christian. Um and we grew not, up in, in
0: Kentucky, LA. so it was right. it was churches all over the
2: south. So, and growing up a uh, southern Baptist is a church on every every other corner and the other corner is liquor store. Dollar General, <laughs> so look, yeah. Dollar General liquor
1: store and churches on yeah,
2: No, nah, they they're they're for real scarce out here and um so that that was an adjustment for sure. I tried a few churches out here and they just it's just not the same. So I, I do a lot of my church online yeah. for that reason uh, alone. But um, so yeah, that, that I think the weather still blows my mind. That how good. What's the weather?
0: What's the weather like? Like
2: so. So um, we'll say I'll start from from April to from April to September. It's hot like hot
0: like humid hot or like no, it's dry no, right no dry. humidity
2: yeah it's dry so you'll get a little bit of humidity wait in minute, hold on i'm
0: sorry hold on before you move on so i always have this argument with people would you rather yeah. be in that dry heat or humidity because i always feel like i'd rather be in the humidity because at least it gives you some type of wetness or something sure. even though the humidity can be annoying as hell because as yeah. soon as I walk out, my glasses fog up. Women, their hair is going to be shitty as hell. And I'm always going to be... It's a different type of sweat than that dry mm-hmm. heat. So you've experienced both. And you've been in that type of heat for a minute now. Which one would you rather
2: have? So it, it, w- when we're under 100 degrees, I would rather <laughs> have the dry heat. <laughs> when we're under 100. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the dry heat under 100. 100 and below dry heat all day. But once we hit 115... That dry heat is a whole different thing. What is that like? Well, yeah, what is that like? It's ridiculous. It's, it's like if you put your oven on, let it preheat, and it gets to the point where you, you reach, let's call it 400, and you open it up, that heat that comes out, that's what it feels like. <laughs> just hits you, you in your, your face. You put your head in there, that's, that's what it feels like. It's because <laughs> the wind blows, but it's like a blow dryer. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's no breeze.
0: Oh, a hot blow dryer just blowing. Yes.
2: <laughs> but, you're also, your head is in the oven while the blow dryer oh, is going at you. That's what it that is. That like. is awful, bro. Cause it's ridiculous.
0: At least, when I lived in Tallahassee, the humidity, that, I mean, that took me by surprise, of course, because I mm-hmm. had to learn basically from Easter until Halloween, I wasn't going to wear a shirt, shirt and tie to work and I had mm-hmm. to learn to keep I kept, de- so I took my gym bag because I would work out during the work day anyways. So I had mm-hmm. my gym bag in the office with like deodorant and all that, but I had to learn to keep deodorant in the car. I kept an extra shirt in the car and I would carry mm-hmm. powder mm-hmm. with me because with that humidity, when I would leave in the morning, I'm leaving for work in the morning, seven in the morning,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm already
0: sweating. I'm sweating walking to my car and then from my car to the office. I'm just yeah. sweating because the humidity and my glasses are fogged up. Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn that I just had to carry all that shit with me. And I just always thought, like, after I, I being in Vegas before a couple times and seeing what that dry heat is like and seeing how hot it gets, I was like, I think I'd much rather be in humidity. I'd much rather have some humidity.
1: Yeah. Than be,
0: and I've also, so, random, I ran, I went and read this up after I went to Denver uh, last year. And it was talking about dry, dry weather compared to, like, humidity in the south. And mm-hmm. my Uber driver, he was like, man, look it up. That's why black people have such gray skin. When they grew up in the South, the humidity is better for your skin than the dry heat. I was like, damn, never thought of that. And I looked it up like, damn, that is actually real. And that's why so many black people that grew up in the South and had to deal deal with uh, humidity our skin just be different you know so yeah i just no, i never dry. my
2: skin is dry out here for sure have you can you you tell you, know, you
0: can see the difference
2: oh yeah like my okay. hair like the yeah all everything bro my skin so, okay so is what's different.
0: your hair what's the difference then that you've seen with your hair like what do you have to
2: i I, I, I got i have to pay attention to how much i wash it and condition it and put stuff in it because i'll, I'll get dandruff like if i If I don't pay attention to it, like I'll have danger to the point where I can scratch it and it falls on my shoulders.
0: I never thought about that, bro. Yeah,
2: bro, it's it's crazy. So, and what's even crazier is I I have a different lotion for when it's hot versus when it's cold. Because even when it's cold, it's still dry. And so, (laughs) yeah, I like I use I use cocoa butter in in the um, in the winter time, and then I use the the Vaseline type of lotion, um, for dry skin when it's, when it's, um, when it's hot.
0: That's crazy, bro. I now that's something that I would never think of, bro. That's yeah, something, man. but that, but that's also something that after you move there and you've been there for a little bit and you start realizing, oh, I'm going to have to do this and buy this mm-hmm. and use this, like it probably took it probably took a couple months, maybe up to sure. a year because you got to go took, through the cycle of the
1: seasons and stuff. Yeah,
2: because I got here in mid-August. So it's it's coming to the end of the summer. Like June and July is ridiculously hot. Like it'll, okay, get to, so like you were it'll be one ten. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like I was saying, so starting in May, it starts to get hot and it stays hot until October. But June and July is ridiculous. Like it and when you say high, wait
0: a minute. When you say starting in May, when you say high, you talking about over a hundred or what?
2: Nah, not quite. In May, and in, in in April, we we start to touch the high eighties. May okay. is when you start to touch the high nineties. And then June, July, August, September 100 is, like, okay. normal. But June and July, like, 110 and above is normal. Like, it, <sighs> it, it, it can't get, it'll it get to 115 in June and July. It's ridiculous. Um, and then once November hits, once Halloween hits, it, it literally starts around Halloween is when it starts to get cooler at night, but it'll still be 80 in the daytime.
0: That was Florida. Then, that was Florida. Yeah. But like, I would... My, when I first got there, I will go to, uh, I, I remember my first year there, I went to a Louisville, Florida State games when Lamar Jackson was still there. So, you know, of mm-hmm. course, we was pumped. So I'm like, we about to whoop y'all asses. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I go to the game and I'm wearing a shirt, pants and stuff. It's Halloween, bro. It is literally Halloween day. And so I'm mm-hmm. thinking, whatever. But I get there it's 98 degrees on halloween you know back home it ain't no 90 degrees on halloween back yeah. home but it's like i'm sweating i'm like bro i should wear a tank top and some mm-hmm. basketball shorts to this game because it's hot as shit and that's why i said yeah. until halloween i'm wearing tank tops and shorts and shit cuz it's fucking mm-hmm. horrible so i get what you mean on that end it's just different types of hot of course yeah Man, for sure. go
2: ahead no nah, you good and then once november hits uh, it, it starts to get to like 70 in the daytime and then it'll hit you know 50 at night type of thing is that the best well, time i take that the... 60 a night in November and then December is still between 60 and 75 in the daytime and then it'll drop to 50 sometimes 40 like last night it was 42 I think uh, so that that's the best time I think November December I love actually <laughs> February too but um november december february i love january it, it gets cold and it's it's cold for a little bit during the day same january type two. of
0: cold is back home or different nah, it's
2: different because it's still dry so mm. it's like it's weird how you i can't explain it but i feel it in my bones more mm-hmm. as opposed to back home because of the wind you feel you know it, know what I mean? hits it you i mean like you like said that yeah. heat will hit you early exactly.
0: in the year that he hits you but back home that cold
2: just hits you on the face
0: man it yeah. just and i told them you'll, that in florida that. i'm saying that's why i am saying they be talking about man florida they're like man it's freezing i'm like it's 58 degrees outside what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. they think anything below 75 degrees is freezing and i mm. will go into work it's 65 degrees outside i go into work with maybe with a cardigan on my co-workers are like will it's freezing i said you need to put a coat on i'm like yeah. what are you talking about it's 65. You're... my co-worker will have a heater in her office, and it's sixty-five mm-hmm. degrees outside. I'm like, "Yo, you're good. You don't need that." But they don't. They understand that. Like that cold. Normally, I'm used. To, we're used to growing up. You walk out to go to the bus stop. That cold hits you in your face. You. And so the same way you said that the heat hits you because that's how it was in Tallahassee. That mm-hmm. heat just hits you in it, and it just pisses you off. As soon as you walk out the door, that's why you you leave out the door angry. You just yeah, mad already.
2: For sure, one hundred percent. But yeah, now that that cold is it's different. Like it's cold, and you just like you shiver. You know what I mean? But you don't get the wind, so it's fine. But, so it's not
0: um, a, like a whole lot of wind
2: then. Hmm. No, oh, okay. Not, not for real. Like we'll have our, you know, our moments where. It, it gets but not windy the same. Crazy, but no, not at all. Oh, okay. Not at all. And then uh, and then we get monsoon season too, because it barely rains here. But yeah. monsoon season is the end of July to the end of. August basically, and it'll rain for twenty minutes, just hard. It'll flood the streets and everything, and then it'll it'll stop. And then oh, bro, that
0: that is how Tallahassee is. So Tallahassee, when I first moved there, they're like, "Will from um from May until August, it rains every day around somewhere between two and four p.m." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Calm down, it ain't raining every day. <laughs> Chill out, yeah. like y'all being dramatic." <laughs> and then. One day, excuse me. And then, because I got there in January and they were telling me something like, whatever, it gets to May, it rained. I'm like, okay, calm down. It's one day. <laughs> then it rained yeah. the next day. I'm like, well, shit happens two days in a row. You don't know. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> then, then three days, then four. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it rained every single day from May until August. It rained mm-hmm. every day, somewhere between two and like four or five PM. And it will pour down like it's a monsoon. Like it's just going. And after it would do it from anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour and then just yes, stop. Yes. And then the sun comes out like it never rained. And I'm just like, what the hell happened? And I would tell yeah. my, I would tell people that back home. And my mother will always be like, Well, at least it cooled it down. I'm like, no, no, no. Here, the rain does not cool it down. It makes it even more hot and humid. Like, this shit Mm -hmm. is awful. So the rain doesn't help. The only thing the rain helped was in the spring because pollen is horrible in Tallahassee, and our cars Mm -hmm. will be filled. Our cars are covered in just green and yellow, like, just over there. And, like, being from Kentucky, like, pollen and allergy season is bad there. So everywhere Mm -hmm. I've lived... Allergy season and pollen is in the top fifteen worst in the country. Everywhere I live, my allergies is horrible. Shit, my eyes swollen right now because yeah. fucking allergies. I mean, bruh. if
2: you stay in the south, one hundred percent, it's always gonna be. That like is that. true. That is true. That's the one so, thing I don't miss for sure is that pollen. Oh yeah,
0: because out there it ain't gonna be shitty yeah. at all like that.
2: No, like you I'm, I'm money. <laughs> super allergic to pollen and fresh cut grass, and I don't have to worry about either of those.
0: And that's me, <laughs> and I be struggling. From April, uh the end of March, April, and May. I would be struggling, bro. And they said, yeah, they and it was really bad this year because they they said that uh allergy uh pollen count was really bad and really high this year. And Everything we got COVID, we and we get right, and we got COVID <laughs> going on. So I'm outside joggy and I'm getting short of breath quick. I'm like, oh shit. What's going on with me? I'm coughing, <laughs> I'm thinking something's going on or whatever. And the doctor's like, yeah. Cal- calm down, calm down. It's just your allergies. It's not COVID. Just make sure you take your allergy medicine. And I moved to Atlanta and had just gotten used to not even taking it as much as I normally do. So then this year comes around because uh, well, this was my first spring here. Yeah. So I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And then I'm out there struggling, dry calls, thinking it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I got COVID. I might die. I'm
1: like, <laughs> I'm,
0: bad. <scared>. I'm bad. <laughs> bro. i was scared like a mud. So
1: sure. yeah,
0: that that's one thing. That's another thing you got to think about spending money on. Like you said, out there with uh dry, with the dry stuff, making your skin mm-hmm. drier. You got to make sure you. I take this during this season. I do this for this season for my skin and all that. For me, I got to make sure I'm taking allergy medicine, you know, so it's like the is there certain benefits and and all of that or whatever. So you said, yeah. So the best time for weather there for you, then is going to be around this time of year,
2: basically. Yep, it's perfect. I love it. Like I can go out and like a little thin short sleeve shirt like this and be perfect. Or I could wear a short sleeve and be fine, too. It gets chilly in the shade. But, uh, for the but that's perfect part. though. If yeah, it's chilly it's in the
0: shade and chilly at night, that's perfect. Do you ever right. have to wear a toboggan
1: or gloves or anything?
2: It gets, it gets. I mean, if you out at night, like I say, um, the end of December and January, yeah, you you'll you'll need a toboggan. Has um, it gotten to the only single digits though?
0: Has it gotten to the single digits since you've been there? No, because when I say when I would say that in Florida, that's like, wait a minute, weather can get to the single digits. I'm like, bruh, <laughs> I mean, we all, going up in Louisville, we all know, we was on the bus stop several times where it'd be like eight degrees, and they was In shocked. a
2: negative wind chill.
0: <laughs> they were shocked. Like, they First of all, that's abuse. They allow you to go to school when it's only seven degrees, and yeah. to me, I'm like, well, that was regular. Like, that's just... They put the salt trucks out, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. how they. and, you know, as kids, we would get mad the night before and they bring the salt trucks out. Like, bro, we try to get school yeah. canceled. <laughs> <Why>? them,
1: yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they sure. couldn't
0: imagine. The only thing they got school canceled for was for hurricane season. So they right. looked at hurricanes as it was nothing. And me, yeah, I moved right. there. I'm scared. I'm like, it's a hurricane. What are you talking about? But then I realized growing up with tornadoes, yeah, it's, way sorry, worse. To say. it's way worse than growing up because hurricanes, you prepare for that. You know, a hurricane's coming from a week away, sometimes two, mm-hmm. three weeks, you know, tornadoes. We sitting here talking right now and that shit could pop up out of nowhere.
2: Right? Had to go to the tub. <laughs> Bruh, <right? laughs>
0: we go, go into the bathroom. Get into yeah, the Bruh, I, I told them, man, I said, it could be four o'clock in the afternoon. And it just gets dark as hell. And you got mm-hmm. the sirens, which doesn't make it better. The sirens mm-hmm. going on, which is scary as shit. Yeah. So now you got the sirens. It's dark as hell in the middle of the afternoon. And just an hour ago, you was having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> having a good time. Tragic, and here we, here we are, like four of us, sitting in a bathtub.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With pillows on top of us. Uh, yeah, tornado well.
0: season is the worst. But I, I, was, at all. Nigga, I was panicking. I was panicking uh, in Florida when they first talked about hurricane because all of them was calm. I'm like, Yo, y'all, don't, y'all not seeing the news? Will, calm down. It's not even a category three. <laughs> Chill out. <Yeah. laughs> they, they don't trip until it's a category three and going to a four. For me, mm. my first hurricane, I was panicking, bro, but they all made me calm. So I'm like, you know what? If they calm, I'm good. And I threw a hurricane mm. party. I had a hurricane party at the Creole. Oh wow! It was uh basically it was chicken and liquor Saturdays once again, except mm-hmm. it was on like a Wednesday or something. <laughs> but it, it was like six of us at the crib. We had a whole bunch of alcohol and yeah. food, and just and playing games and kicking it. And then the weather started going crazy. And then at ten o'clock that night, power went out. But hey. you know me, I got hella candles, flashlights. I was prepared, unlike them, so I had everything lit. And we was all hungry. The only thing that was open was Popeyes. So I'm thinking everything's cool. If Popeye's okay. is still open, they went to Popeye's, we got food, we chilling, having a good drunk time. My power was out for like a week and a half, bro. And it mm-hmm. was in September in Florida. So it was over, it was like, it was reaching a hundred almost every day. So no power. My refrigerator, You don't want to open your refrigerator because the stuff's going to go bad even quicker. And that's when, uh, because Trinity, living in Gainesville, hit me mm-hmm. up. And she was like, I text her, I said, you got power? She said, yeah, I got power. My power never went out. I'm like, nigga, you are an hour away from me. How is your power not going out?" Like, this is yeah. not fair. And then uh, you remember uh Brie, Brianna from Louisville that went to school with us. She's mm-hmm. living in Tampa. She was like, my power didn't go out either. I'm looking for bathing suits right now. Come down. So I went, I went to Trinity's for two days, hung out with them. That was before she was married. Congrats, Trinity. We love you. Uh, yeah. And then, so I stayed with Trinity for two days. I was happy as hell. Then I drove to yeah. Tampa, which was like 45 minutes. I went there, hung with Bree yeah. for like three or four days. I'm calling my friends back in tally talking about, hey, yo, the power back on? Like, no, nah, I still out. I'm like, damn, bro, I've been gone for five days. That's What's awesome. going on? So I basically said, "Breeze, is it cool if I stay here till my power come on?" Yeah, she didn't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm a great house guest. I wanna we we I'm we can talk about that at some point. But I'm a great house guest. I when I leave, you can't even tell I was over there. Basically.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: And so I left, and so they finally texted me and said the power's back on. I was at Breeze for like five days. She didn't Man. care. She also probably didn't care because I was cooking when I was there. So I'm I'm cooking either breakfast or hey, dinner every way. day. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if I'm a visit. I gotta do something. And I mean, I cook either breakfast or dinner every time I was there, every uh, day that I was there. Uh, and Then when I left, she even texted me like, I couldn't even tell you was here. Cause I washed I watched the uh, covers and towels that I even use. And if I didn't wash it, I'm gonna fold it up, put it on the dryer and mm-hmm. let her know, hey, I use this, you got to clean it. So I'm an impeccable, impeccable house guest though. That's, that's but, stuff. but but stuff. But to end this, the weather in Arizona is like I said, the hurricane stretched me out in um in Florida. Was there any what is there any type of certain weather that does that to you there?
2: Only when it gets to one fifteen. Yeah, that's it. But it's not <laughs> but, nothing, but we, it's we don't have like to worry about tornadoes or, no national no natural disasters here. No. You might get a little it's dust dope. storm. You get a dust storm.
0: What's a dust uh, storm like?
2: It's just a it's like a baby brown tornado, is all it is. And it, it just, it'll pick up like debris and trash, but it ain't gonna pick up a cow. You know what I mean? Like is, it does. Is that, some, like a tornado.
1: <laughs> is that
2: something <laughs> where they tell
0: you you have to stay in the house for?
2: So they, no, 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 no. It, it, no, it's literally like you'll be driving and then all of a sudden you just see a little, a little oh, okay. brown So it's not face.
0: like too it's, serious. It's not serious. Nah,
2: nah. But oh, if you, God. if you, there's certain areas of Arizona, like, that's highways and stuff like that if you if you own it during a big dust storm they do tell you to to pull over but it's 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 nothing crazy okay
0: mm-hmm. okay
2: um yeah. all right so june and july and so...
0: <laughs> that shit sound like it hurt it's
2: trash.
0: <laughs> that sounds like it hurts bro okay can we uh let's let's talk about relationships bro okay let's talk about relationships uh for specifically right now, um significant others or whatever. Yep. So you met your lady there in Arizona, correct?
2: Correct, yeah, How, I met her. Go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say I, I met her at a bar um after a football game. This. So I, I got here in August. Classy in very classy. I know, right? <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I met her in October, I got there in August. So less than two months. I didn't know anybody except for my coworkers. And this was 2016, and, right? 2016 yeah and okay. then there was just there was this girl that um that I did work with she wasn't in athletics but she was in like marketing and brand management for the like, campus and of course I was in marketing for athletics so you know our jobs meshed and um so we was at this bar after a football game and she was like uh my friend over there thinks you're cute and um you know <laughs> she said some other stuff that we we keep to ourselves but um <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, man, I, you know, I'm new. I ain't really looking for nothing, you know, whatever. She's like, oh, you could just be a friend. Someone to show you around Tucson. So I was trying to leave because it was a day game. We play USC at 12, and this is, this is October, so it's still hot. It was, I was on the field. Yeah. On our football field, it's 10 degrees hotter than it is outside. So, so it was, it was, was game like game before the
0: game.
2: Correct. It was like okay. 110 on the field, four hours Ooh. on the field, at least four hours on the field. And so I'm I'm hot, but it's a thing. We always go to the bar after after a football game. So I was ready to leave. Um and I was like, you know, I, I'll meet her later or something. And then my homie, he bought me a beer. And you know me, I don't drink beer, so I had a uh an angry orchard cider. And he's like, You can't leave because then nobody Hold wants to do The
0: fact that you'll drink any alcohol is if anybody knows if anybody That's knows true. thomas from years ago the fact that you're any ago whenever we will all be together and mm-hmm. thomas is drinking all of us be over like hey man thomas is
1: drinking y'all <laughs> we'd be shocked so shout yeah. out to that
2: <laughs> yeah no things have changed in that area for sure. <laughs> i'm a little bit more mature so i can handle it you know yeah. but anyway um he's like you gotta you can't leave because nobody wants his angry orchard Nobody drinks it. You gotta so drink I was like it, bro. cool. So I'm gonna sit down and drink the drink the cider and, and you know, she sat down with me. And so we wrapped we and, and kicked it and she had been here for a minute, went to school here, so she's like I can show you around. She sent me like this little Google sheet, like a a Google map of things to do.
0: That's dope. She's so from at there? The
2: time, she well, she's from Sedona, which is okay a few few hours away. But she went to school here and she's been here ever since. So um and so after after I ended up leaving, I, I waited like a week and just hit her up and was like, "Hey, you know this the Desert Museum sounds dope. You want to go with me?" Uh, and then so we went to the Desert Museum and it was it was pretty cool. And then um, after that, we just formed a friendship and now we get married. <laughs> then he
0: skipped. He said
1: skipped all the in between. <laughs> yeah.
2: but I met her. I met her and then we get
1: married.
0: It's crazy. I don't know how <laughs> it crazy.
2: happened. It's crazy how it happened. That's wild mean, as she's, hell. She's dope, man. Like, she uh, she just, I told you yesterday, she checks boxes for me that I didn't know I had. You know, everybody comes in when it's time for a relationship. You're like, they got to have this, 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 and that. Yeah. And they can't have this, this, and that. And so, obviously, she checked the boxes that I had. But then she created more boxes and checked them. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't even know this yeah. was something that I wanted from a partner. You know what I mean? And so, That's dope, man. She just makes me better man i learn so much from her every day still and uh yeah it's uh, that's
0: that's fire because like i said to you yesterday man like i haven't experienced that i haven't mm-hmm. had that type of relationship with a woman that will check boxes off that i didn't even know existed like you know hey, like so powerful. could you do you could you explain any of those boxes i guess right now that you didn't even know that you needed checked off
2: yeah, and so it's weird because coming from someone who does diversity and inclusion for a living, uh just <laughs> being being more inclusive to people's cultures is is probably the number one thing that she's taught me. And making me aware of my Christian privilege uh yeah. and you know, just different stuff like that. You know what I mean? oh, hold on, hold so, on, hold on.
0: One minute. We're gonna we're gonna put a pen in this and go go to it. But sure. What's Christian privilege like what are some, so what are some it's, Christian it's, privileges? It's,
2: it's just like any other privilege, like um, we take stuff like Christmas, getting off of school and work for Christmas and Easter, and all this other stuff for granted, and it's like, yeah, it's Christmas and Easter, and of sure. course we're, we're getting off, but if someone ain't a Christian and they have a different religion, they're like, the whole world is celebrating my whole country is celebrating something that I don't believe in or I don't celebrate yeah. And we don't really care about that you know what i mean like we we shove merry christmas down people's throat obviously it's tied to capitalism and buying gifts and blah 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 but don't say merry christmas to me if i don't believe in jesus you know what i yeah. mean and, and christianity and it's just one of is the things. predominant it's the
0: predominant religion too just exactly. like with any other thing that's pretty, like white privilege it's because yeah. it's the predominant For race sure. you know so I, yep. I yeah so that makes and sense then, and,
2: and just like white privilege, most white folks ain't aware that they have it in us Christians. Just like I asked you,
0: I'm it. not thinking because, yeah. the, you know, that makes me think my coworker, We all talk about this. So in this context, like I've started seeing it more like being here now a little over a year. Now, my coworker, he's Jehovah Witness. He doesn't celebrate mm-hmm. any of the holidays. So exactly. when I be thinking, so his birthday is just a little like a couple of days after mine. I'm like, hey, bro, let me take you off a drink for your birthday. And he's like, I don't celebrate birthdays. And I'm just right like, good. well, let me just take you out for a drink, for a drink. He's like, no, but it's for my birthday. I said, no, I'm sure to take you out for a drink, man, just because you're my dog. He said, no, you already said it's for you my birthday. Or he's like, or we're down around the holidays and I'm like, and I'm not thinking nothing of it. And that's where mm-hmm. that privilege comes from because it's privilege doesn't mean that I'm actively thinking to be a jerk or to sure. do whatever. Privilege just comes that I don't have to think about it. So now right the good. holidays are here. And i'm like hey bro uh let me take you out for a christmas drink my dumb ass like i'm not <laughs> like bro you know, yeah. let me tell you for he said bro you know i don't celebrate holidays that's i'm like true. oh shit yeah. so then i can't i can't follow up and say well let's just have a drink because right. It, once again
1: it, it's for christmas knows. so
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's so it so when i when i speak about privilege you know in my job is mostly white privilege but it's like it's not your fault but it's your inheritance so you you have you have the responsibility to understand that you have that privilege and you use that purpose to combat prejudice or racism or whatever it is the case may be so just being more inclusive to different cultures is what's huge for me learning that from her uh and then um also it's like um how, how do i explain this like, you know me, I, I I don't want to say I ever come off arrogant, but I, I always believe in myself. Like, Talk it, your shit, man. Talk your shit, man. Fuck em. You know what I mean? Some people <laughs> may think of it as arrogance, but it's really not. It's just confidence just because where I come from, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking a lot of boundaries and, 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 barriers. and walls down. Yeah, you know man. I mean? Talk your shit, but anyway, cool, but man. but But just like the way that I come off. Um, and she helped me to kind of tailor that to, to to a certain degree. And, and hold on, what you mean? Just, what,
0: well, hold on, what you mean the way you come off though?
2: So it's it's more so about like um, say for instance in, in an argument like mm-hmm. I'm no I hate arguing, so I try to avoid an argument is, at all costs. But the opposite of me because I'll argue with you. <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> I, I hate it. Like it makes like I, I'll just take the L and, and like you know keep what's moving. wild?
0: I hate arguing. But I will argue. I don't understand why I would do yeah. that. And like, because for me, like you said, you'll try to avoid it and avoid it. But for mm-hmm. me, I'll avoid it until I just can't. And then I will argue. But for you, I guess you'll avoid it and still avoid it. I guess that's what yeah. you were
2: saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then so when it happens, I come off as cold. Like I don't care, but I do care. Oh, In okay. my mind, I'm saying, let's just forget about it and move on but to her she's like she's like nah like let's talk about this and let's figure out how we can get better so this don't happen again or we're ready for when it does happen again we already know how to handle this situation bro that's
0: some grown-up shit that's adult shit bro
2: and you know and don't get me wrong it's not rocket science but it's just not something that was part of what i've
0: i mean low-key like it's not rocket science but low-key it is rocket science in a
2: sense that. <laughs> Accepting like, it could be. Right,
0: yeah, because a lot of us also wasn't taught that. Like, It's like we're taught two things on one end. Not taught, but we just learned two things. Not necessarily mm-hmm. that it was taught to us. One end, like you said, where you avoid it and don't talk about the feelings and shit. And then you come off cold hearted. Or the right. other end is to be kind of it's being emotionally immature both ways is emotionally immature. and the other end Mm -hmm. is to just wow out for no reason like you don't even know why you're angry anymore and you're just yelling and cussing and shit so you got one end where I'm not gonna say nothing let's just avoid it let's not do this or do that because we're just gonna get mad and yell but the other end is to yell and you're not yelling anything and I've said this on podcasts before I learned in my communication classes where Arguing and yelling is like putting two TVs in front of each other on different channels with the volume up very mm-hmm. high. One TV is on the Super Bowl and the other TV is on an episode of Seinfeld and they're up on maximum value and nobody hearing nothing. So mm-hmm. both of those just being silent and not coming off like you're not caring is the same as, basically is the same as yelling and cussing that has nothing to do with the argument though. So, but like that's from the way you explain it with her, that sounds hella adult and very logical and down to earth.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's that. And then it's also, you know, um, playing sports my whole life and being in sports, I always say I'm coachable. I I love learning. I'm willing to learn, but it'd be certain times where- It's easy to say, Yeah, and then, but when it comes to a professional- and um yeah. also uh like actually sports then yeah of course but, but in, in your wise, real life in relationship yeah. wise, and relationship wise not even just a relationship with her but just relationship with coworkers and different stuff like that like I, yeah. I may come off as a know-it-all because it's like look you don't got to tell me that I know what I'm talking about I know how to do that <laughs> I've been doing this <laughs> Yes. but Thomas there's a different way but I've been doing this tons. for years. I know
0: but what it's I'm cool. doing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's all about process because I'm I'm good with new ideas. I'm cool with that. I'm all about that. I want new ideas yeah. and I want people's input. But just certain ways of doing things, I was so caught up in the way I did them. She's like, well, did you, have you ever thought about doing it this way? You know what I mean? And have you what if we did this way and then we could we could split? You do this, you do this, we meet in the middle and then we got this. You know what I mean? And it's it's just stuff like that. I'm like, I never would have even thought about that. And uh, <laughs> so she just she just makes me better, man, in, in more ways than one and, and those those five So yeah. that's that's
0: dope as hell. How long do you think it took for you to realize she made you better?
2: I mean, I think blindly, like subconsciously, I probably realized it before I, I real I like said it out loud. Um but I like you I, didn't I, realize it,
0: you didn't realize it, but you like I don't want to say you didn't realize
2: it, but I realized I was changing.
0: Okay, yeah, there you, for the better. there you go You know what I mean? Yeah, there I, you go. That's
2: when but in but when I really when I realized it, I talked it up to maturity as opposed to hurt. And you didn't think it was her,
0: There you go. Exactly.
2: Yeah, 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 Exactly. So but once I started to realize that, it was probably um I'd say year two and a half. is is when it happened when I was up for a position at the University of North Carolina and I almost left Tucson and um just that whole that whole time we were going through some stuff and and then just trying to grow as a as a couple and then also trying to figure out if I'm going to leave Tucson and if we would try to make it work like all of that so once I realized that I didn't want to go to North Carolina one of the biggest reasons was it wasn't an athletics job and I, I thought I was ready to lose that leave athletics but I wasn't but then the other reason was I wasn't ready to leave her either, and I'm like, that's when it all hit me. Like when that hits you
0: in the face, it's like, damn, yeah. like she's important to me.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, exactly man.
0: That's it, really dope. Like, and because I have these conversations with you know me, I'm friends with a lot of women, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. <laughs> good sure. and bad. And we have these type of conversations about like relationships and what men can do for women and what men, what women can do for men and whatnot. And it's just, it seems like more times than not, men don't recognize what women are doing for them. It's not that, mm-hmm. and and they think that men just don't care. And I'm like, and I always said, I'm like, yo, the men that I'm cool with and in my circle, or whatever, we're not like that, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, but it takes that, that, that certain woman, bring that just like i feel like with a woman it's gonna take that certain man or whoever you are it takes that certain significant other to bring that out of you or whatever and so sometimes i question that and i think it's me when it comes to women like i'm just i can't no woman's brought that out of me and i've had certain some of my homegirls like will you just haven't met the woman that brings it out of you it's not you can't keep blaming you that you haven't brought the brought this out or whatever, whatnot. It's a lot. You just haven't met the woman that does that. So, but it's also dope that you can meet somebody and you're self-aware enough to know that. Oh man, she's doing this to me. You know, like yeah. It's it's on us also to realize it and to recognize it that oh she's bringing this out of me, which is which is dope as dope as hell or whatnot. Sure. So, um. Can we talk about the race thing?
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, all right. So have you felt, have you had any kickback or felt any issues from people you know because she's not black?
2: I have not. And I think part of the reason for that, and you know, who knows what people say behind behind my back, but for the most part- I even give it energy. Yeah, no, and, and I would never. Um, but I think the reason for that is, I'm I'm unproblematic with mine. Like I, I, you can never find a time where Thomas was bashing a black woman. You can never find a time where there was a black woman who needed my help that I turned her down. Uh, People know that about me. You know what I mean? And so, like I think sometimes the biggest knack on 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 dudes who are in an interracial interracial relationship is they down black women, or you know they got bad stuff to say about black women, and then they compare and they fetishize white women. That's not me you know what I mean yep. that's just not that's not who I am and I'm not with Alex because she's white I'm with Alex and she's not with
0: you're not with her because she's not black that's basically that, that's more of what it is you're not with her because she's yeah. not black
2: yeah yeah both of those uh, I'm with it just Alex happens
0: and she, that she's white and you fell in exactly. love with her that's just that, what happened
2: it is what it is and, the, and that's what it is and um so I, I think that's probably the reason why i haven't received any backlash um, yeah. because uh, people know i i love i love black queens like i support them i've I, you know i've had folks work for me um like all i don't got to get into all that people know who yeah. people know who i am because, and, and what Because I do, the, so.
0: the thing is where it comes to when when black men are trying to convince black women that, I do love y'all, it comes to my mama's black. Like, yeah. okay, just cause your mama's yeah. black don't mean you won't disrespect other black women, bro. Like, what are you talking, no. or I I have sex with black women, well, first of all, just cause you have <laughs> sex with them, bro. Like, Ooh. slave owners, slave owners was having sex with black women, calm down, exactly. bro. Like, what are you exactly. talking about? Like, me and my home girl was having this conversation because I said, like like I said earlier, I'm friends with a lot of women. So mm-hmm. I have homegirls over. And I'm so one example, one of my home, one of my homeboys was there. He was going through a breakup. Black dude from Atlanta. His girlfriend was white. His, uh, his mother is also white, but you're not going to know that. Like he's, he identifies yeah. with black people, his blacks out all of that. He loves his mama, of course. Sure. So he was going through a breakup. He's at my house. We actually had just recorded a podcast. so then we're all drinking, having a good time. And it's like five of us three black women, and then just me and him, of course. So you know, I already know when you outnumbered by women, it's gonna be something else. Mm-hmm. So, and so, like, one of my homegirls was like, your friend's cute. I'm trying to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And I told her, so, well, he's just going through a breakup, whatever. She talks to him, and then he brings up the breakup. And they're like, what's your girlfriend look like? So he pulls up a picture. And she was white. They were shocked. Mm. <laughs> they were shocked. <laughs> so it's three of them. And then, of course, the two of them had a problem. One of my homegirls as soon as he showed the picture, she was like, oh, your friend hates black women. I'm like, bro, you don't even know this nigga. And just because he dated a white woman does not mean he hates black women. I get it though, because there are a lot of black men that dog black women out just to say that's the reason they're dating white women. Like, Mm -hmm. Like that's their only reason. I get it. But you can't just jump to it to be like, oh, he... Like, if you don't know him, if right. you've never seen him post a tweet talking about black women this, black women that, because that's mm-hmm. what a lot of black men are doing. I'm not going to say they not. And it's unfortunate. That sucks, which I never understand. Right. Because black women are fucking dope. So I don't understand why they be out there dissing them. I don't understand how you could diss a black woman when your mama is that. Like, you're dissing her... For the re you're dissing her because she's black, but your yeah. mother is literally the same, your sister, your cousins, and that's just weird. But I just say that to be like, yo, just because he dated a white woman doesn't mean he hates black women. You just you don't know this person, but there are a lot of black men that uh that get on get on social media to disrespect black women. So I get where the frustration comes from. but you you just can't misplace it and i get what you said like they know you like knowing you we know you you're not like you said problematic you're not yeah we can go through your history of social media you're not gonna find something where you on there like these black holes like
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i just
2: don't i just don't talk like that i never have i love black women and it's it's just that's just what it is, and it's not something that I've ever had to defend. And I think that's no. the reason is because people. Yeah, know n- none
0: of us are going to question you. None of us are going to question sure. you. I will say though, when I saw you post a picture, I was surprised. Sure. I was definitely, su- I was definitely surprised. I mean, you're going to be surprised about any nigga that's from uh, downtown Louisville, <laughs> from Louisville or whatnot. You're going to be surprised, for but sure. you might be surprised, but you're not like shocked. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I know, and I think I know you. I th- you know what I'm saying.
2: Right, and I and I think a lot of people, family, friends, were probably surprised. Shocked is a is a big word, but yeah. I'd say surprised for sure. Yeah. And then when they meet her, they like, okay, I can see. You know what I mean? Like she's she's unproblematic too. Uh, she does the diversity inclusion work. She's an ally for the black community. Like she gets it, but she don't try to be someone she's not. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But I want to know what she's like now, bro. That.
0: I really want to know what she's like because, from how you described her, I'm like, they'll mess up. Because, just on a human thing, on a relationship thing, any person that helps you to grow like that is fucking sure. dope. It can be yeah. a supervisor, a cousin, a sister, a co worker, a, a wife, a girlfriend, anything. Any mm-hmm. person that helps you to see maybe your faults or your lack of, I didn't think that way type of thing. Sure. That's dope as hell. Like, I don't care who you are. Any person that brings that out of you, like, you fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's really dope. But I will say, when I saw you post something on Instagram, maybe last year or year before, uh, mm-hmm. when you brought her to Louisville for the holidays or something like that, and seeing her around all the black folks, I was like, bro, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah,
2: bro. Well, what was, what look, was that
0: like, bringing her to be around your family for the first time?
2: It was dope uh, because yeah. what's crazy is she came for it was our engagement party last December, and so she met everybody at one time. Bruh,
1: bro, that's scary as hell.
2: <laughs> that is scary. You know I mean? And she handled it so good. People loved her. My 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 girl cousins like that. That's who. Now she that's had the to. scary part. That's that's who that's she scary. had to get the approval from. <laughs> like I'm not even going. I'm not going to hold you about that. Like if she didn't get members? approval from the girl cousins. <laughs> We might have been in trouble, but they they embraced her, man. My my one of my girl cousins is gonna be the officiant in our wedding. Oh well And the reason for that is is the impression that she left on Alex and vice versa, and so that that was dope. And um, but it it was cool, man. And, and she she played spades with the homies and. Man, hold that. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Did she already it, know how to, to play I spades? I taught her how to play spades. I
0: knew, yeah. bro. Yo, Hold on. For everybody out there, <laughs> Thomas, Thomas was always playing spades back in college, always. bro. Always. Mm-hmm. We'd be at the crib. First of all, I don't know why I had space cards, because I didn't know how to play spades. <laughs> but I, I kept them on deck, and mm-hmm. Tom, you was always playing spades. I remember it would be like you, uh, Eric would be in there playing spades. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tans would be in there. Yeah, Paul, like, y'all being yep. her, Loved Ranisha it, being her, throwing them spades at me. I thing. ain't feel black enough. I wasn't black enough <laughs> to play them spade. your fiance, I still don't know how to play. Nah, we got to
2: fix that, brother. But I'm
0: too old. I'm stuck in my ways now. It's too late.
2: It, it's too, I'm
0: going to bring I'll bring them Uno cards out,
2: though. <laughs> yeah, that works, too. That works too. I, I, I tell ta- 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 her just because I knew... Uh, you know, at some point it would come up. And is she good at it though? Oh, she's my she, partner. Yeah, she's she good? But man, are
0: you being biased? Or is she really good? No,
2: bro, she's good. <laughs> she's a she is a logical thinker, bro. She's the best writer I know. That's dope. Like all like <laughs> she's she's super dope. So she caught on really quick. Um, she understands the strategies and all of that. So she she done been through the fire with that, and I knew it was gonna come to that. So I had to teach her because she's my partner for life. Like I'm not about to. Be at a, a family function. We playing spades and she's just chilling. I mean, she gets along with the family, so that would, would be fun. No, no, I, I, mean. I want to say no. Nah, let's go, Ray Vez versus me and my girl. You know, hey man, that's
0: so. That's really like I love to hear you talk like that, bro. That's really yeah. dope. Like me, we we be at here trying to pretend like man, fuck ho, these hoes. I ain't falling in love. Blah blah blah. Yeah. and most of us are like. I won't love most of us love sure. that shit, bro. Like sure, I, I'm not bro. gonna lie, I, I like I won't love. I'm not a person that's gonna try to rush it or whatever. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy where I am right now or whatnot because I hear like I got I know some people in my life. I ain't gonna say it's my friends. It might be people I work with, but I got some married people I know that be complaining, "Hey man, don't rush it," blah blah blah. But I'm also like I got friends that are in love with being married and love mm-hmm. that shit. And I mean this. This uh these situationships get exhausting, bro. Like yeah. they they get tiring, bro. You get you get tired of shit, and now like especially I live in Atlanta too. So women are different here, bro. Mm-hmm. Women, women first of all, <laughs> women are first of all, they're aggressive, they don't fuck around, they're gonna tell you what they're thinking, yeah. but also they are ready to play you before they get played. Like they're always mm-hmm. thinking that they're gonna get played first. So I'm dealing with this kind of women, whatever. I'm like. I'm just ready to find a woman that I can sit at home on Friday nights and watch HGTV
2: and (laughs)
0: have some wine and cook and not care about going anywhere. That's what I'm looking forward to.
2: It's it's when you least expect it, man. Like I said, I I was here for less than two months and I was just going to have a drink. after a game, had no plans on nothing. And even when I got her number, like I took a whole week, before I even hit her up, because I'm like, man, she seemed nice, and it's just not where I'm at <laughs> at the right. moment. And so, you know, we hit her up. it was your
0: first year off. there, right? Your first yeah, year.
2: Yeah, I was yeah. there less than two months. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I was just and, You know, you, you don't deny that when it when it hits you, because we it's, When you have that. Family. I think we was we was dating probably like. Uh, let's see, I, I met her. The first time we actually hung out was like the week before October, the week before Halloween, and I actually asked her to be my girlfriend on New Year's Eve. Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. did you literally say, "Will you be my girlfriend"? Like,
2: so it's funny, <laughs> bro. Uh, <laughs> the first, this is the first time I ever heard this from her, so I'm gonna chalk it up to so white people thing, but she she had mentioned one day DTR, and it defined a relationship. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is that? I, never well, I, mean, that. I was
0: about to say, someone texted me and I'm like, what are you talking
2: about? <laughs> yeah. Down, so, the <laughs> Down the road? Down so the road? What you talking about? We were talking about something one day, and she was like, and I guess I made a face. And she was like, don't worry, I'm not asking you to DTR or anything. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and so she said it. And then so when the time came around when I was ready to DTR, um, I was like, you know what? I think, uh, I think it's time to the DTR. We was on top of a mountain. <laughs> of course because there's, the yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> there's mountains all over the place so we was on top of a mountain and then I said it and yeah so that's
0: dope bro shout out because mm-hmm. there's no way you thought going out there to take a job away from everybody you know you would find a wife
2: no fam I had there's... I had planned to be here for two years so I, oh, I, I remember left... us
0: having that conversation you yeah. said you weren't gonna be there that long
2: yeah, I left WKU. I was a director at WKU. I left there to come here as an assistant director. And, um, you know, the dude that hired me, he was like, look, just get some big school experience, Power 5 experience, and then you can leave in two years and, and pick your job. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that sounds exactly like what I'm going to do. And so, yeah, no, I had zero plans, bro. And That's uh, crazy. It worked out. It's, I, I think everyone who has a story like mine is, is the ones that, you know, they they really enjoy their relationship because they weren't looking for nothing and it just hit them and took advantage of it. So
0: I could say, I could say that about the friendships I've made at least Mm -hmm. like like leaving Louisville, leaving Kentucky. I still remember the day I left Bowling Green and drove and was driving to Tallahassee or whatnot, like leaving, you don't know what's coming up. You don't know what's ahead of you in life. And you just don't know what to expect. You you really have no expectations. You're just hoping that you're going to enjoy the job, make good mm-hmm. money, and just do a good job. Like, that's really all your, matter of fact, you might not be thinking none of that. You might, you just thinking about, I got to find an apartment. I got to yeah, do this and that. Sure. So to be honest, I'm not thinking of anything except for moving there. So I never would have thought, I everything that I got from moving away from Kentucky, that I would have got that. I, ju- I just mm-hmm. never would have thought that. And I've made dope friendships. Like in the meantime, I've really learned that, I- I've seen that not a lot of my friends have dope white people in their life. You know, like not a lot of my friends have been able to experience white people that are just good people that are gonna be good friends that are understanding, that understand the, the black plight. You know, they understand mm-hmm. what we go through they're logical, they understand just everything. And they're yeah. down to earth about it. And they care about you, they love you, they're friends with you, and you have a good time with them. And so for me, I have made really good friends and people that I probably would consider family now from white people. And mm-hmm. a lot of my friends that didn't leave where they're from, they haven't experienced that. So I'm grateful yeah. that I have got to see damn, there are some good white people out there. <laughs> you know, There's sure. there some good white people out there. But and, but I also get it where the people who aren't around white people, I understand. I understand where they're coming from as well. But I just never would have thought, like, leaving away, I would have got what I've gotten. Like we said earlier about having a diverse group of friends, having That's that true. has made me grow up so much, um, uh, just being away, being away, I think we underestimate what it's like to have to grow up being away from everybody you love. For
1: sure. And
0: moving to Florida, I didn't know nobody, you know, I, I didn't know anybody. So when you move away, man, you just you grow up in ways you never would have seen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
2: So, um it's a it's a different type of independence. Hold on a minute. Hold
0: that thought. I gotta I gotta go pee real quick. So this this <laughs> this will be the part where we uh do a sponsor
1: <laughs> where yeah. we do
0: a sponsor. So uh give me about uh eighty two seconds so I can go pee. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. We talking about tequila now. All right. So what you talking about now?
2: <laughs> That's a, a, another major difference from 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 back home. Uh, in grad school we stayed at this place called Guadalajara and they had uh, Margarita Mondays and all that but coming to Tucson like I said hold up,
0: they They also had dollar tequila shots, they had dollar tequila, remember that we were going there and turn up, dollar tequila Mm -hmm. shot, they have like three dollar margaritas and dollar tequila shots, that was wild as hell,
2: yeah but uh, like I said, Tucson is heavily influenced by Mexican culture and it's totally different like the food, <laughs> the tequila, the margaritas is totally different. Like back home, that stuff. I'm is pretty technic. sure you mean better. I'm pretty sure
1: you mean 100 oh,
2: well, better. Right? better. <laughs> like, like if I went to Bowling Green, I wouldn't dare go to. Um, oh, what was, them, you know, what was the
0: guadalajaras? El Um, um El yeah.
2: Yeah, like, they, I, like you try to get the the white queso here? No, it's not happening. It's it's not the same at all. So I would never eat eat Mexican food in Kentucky again.
0: No, I totally know what you mean. Because when I was driving home one time, when I still lived in Florida, I was driving Mm -hmm. home and I stopped in Bowling Green for a night to see uh, Paul McKinley, all of them, Mm or whatever. And then the next day, I stayed there for, I think, uh, that I got there that evening, stayed there the next day as well, and left the next morning. So I was there for a good one day, basically. And we went to El Maze. And I'm like, man, this is a spot back in the day. I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? And then me, I, I've been in Florida for all these years. So, you know, Mexican food, margaritas is strong as shit, good as hell. Mm-hmm. So we at El Maze. I'm getting my shit. I'm eating. I'm like, this shit right. don't touch like it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is nasty. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and people just in there excited. But I don't want to sound like I think I'm better than this.
1: But... Yeah.
0: This yeah. shit was whack Not as a hell, bro. It's
2: just an authentic, authentic thing. That's all.
0: Never again, bro. I was like, bro, never again will I eat Mexican food in Bowling Green, Kentucky again. But no, back, bro. back in 2012, that shit was fired
2: up. Hundred percent. I used to go eat El Maza. Probably twice a week, sometimes. Yeah, a, a we or. Um, Tacos maybe. between Guadalajara
0: yeah. and El Maz, we was there about two or three times a week, bro. I mean, no, they would have sure. those specials where they would do dollar tequila shots, though. So, of course, yeah. we was in there, and I'm yeah. pretty sure. But that food, nah, it ain't real. That ain't what well, we, what I'm, we a, need I'm gonna to leave it now. as a
2: as a good memory and, and just keep <laughs> it as that. Because <laughs> what's uh, crazy is we have a, a spot called Guadalajara Guadalajar here, and it's right across the street from my house. It so do don't
0: taste the same at all as that no Bowling try. Green shit. <laughs> no
2: shot, bro.
0: I got to Florida and then I was in, I went to Miami and Orlando and Tallahassee and all these different places. I'm like, bro, this shit is way better and it's actually cheaper than what I had. Like, it's always drink specials going on around these places. So mm-hmm. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are, Bowling Green, to be yeah. trying to make your shit exp- more expensive than down here in Florida where. This shit is delicious, my nigga. Like, this shit is delicious. So, that, you know, you're right. That is one huge difference. But I have seen when I go home to Louisville, it's hella Mexican restaurants now. Yeah. It's a lot of, actually, Louisville. I was talking to uh, my boy Chris earlier, and because I read this article, it uh, had Louisville in the top 10 for the best local restaurants, like for Mm. any city. Like, and I could see that Louisville has hella restaurants now a lot mm-hmm. of local stuff going on. Like It's it's becoming restaurant central. It's really dope what they do in Louisville. Like we said earlier, I don't know what it's like to live there as an adult. Louisville's... Nah. It's different now than what I remember at 18. It's,
1: it's
2: yeah, people different. are always talking about all these new spots, and but every time I go home, I, I eat the same stuff. So. <laughs> <Do> you <laughs> like, go to I, the
1: same stuff every
2: time? I, I stick to what I know, man. But it, It's true, know.
0: though, because you haven't been there in so long, so you want to go to something that you miss and that's familiar. So every time I go home, I got to get some indies. I already Man. know. I have to get some indies. Or if, and looking for me, my sister lives in Atlanta. So when mm-hmm. they will go home, she going to bring me back some indies. Or if my parents come to visit, they going to bring a 60-piece. Two mixed, <laughs> a 60-piece mix, boy, and, and a side of wedges. You got to have the wedges. Got to have the wedges. You was more of a, a what, Chicken King type of guy? Chicken
2: King, yeah, (laughs) because I'm I'm from the East, so, you know, Chicken King's right up the street from me, so every time I go home, I'm in there. For the
0: folks that don't know, usually the folks in the West End love Indies. Folks in the East love some Chicken King. They just had it. Both are delicious, but we both going to fight for our places, though.
2: We both going to fight. Cause, well, I'll, I'll, I will argue with you. I will contradict myself. I hate arguing, but yep. I'll argue with Chicken King and Indies. <laughs> right. Sure.
0: And I will admit, Chicken King's fire, but well, when it comes down to the argument, I'm going to argue Indies is fucking better. It don't and matter, you bro. And
2: you should.
0: It's but like yeah. arguing about Louisville and Kentucky. It's like, arguing, yeah. uh, it's like arguing about that. Like We might know, Kentucky may have all the talent. We Louisville, though, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Louisville till we die, yo. It's Louisville exactly. till we die. I don't... I don't give a damn about that, bro. So, um, more on a fun note. Let's talk conspiracy theories. (laughs) Conspiracy theories. What do you... Are there any conspiracy theories that you believe in? Yes. What? (laughs) You... Like like what? Like what? (laughs) Like what?
2: I was trying to decide if I wanted to actually say it. Because Um, I will...
0: I, I... I used to not no. Go ahead. I'm not gonna say nothing yet. I'll let you go.
2: I I, I strongly believe that 9 11 was a. I don't know if I want to say inside job, but definitely some stuff about 9 11 that they're not telling us about. Really?
0: Like, what's yeah. something? What what? I know you can't exactly state what
2: something happened, sure.
0: but what do you think is something that we may not know concerning 9 11?
2: I don't know if I'll go into all that but I do know that I've been down a few rabbit holes and hey I've been there enough, before a few chin scratches for sure I you know and, and <laughs> you don't know if any of that stuff is real so I'm not going to actually say that it is but yeah there's there's enough evidence there to make you scratch your chin I'll say that
0: I have I have been one of those people that I get on YouTube for a recipe I don't know for something else and then somehow I got into was 9-11 real? Did George Bush know about it? And I'm like, huh. And click on it, and then I'm yeah. watching it. And then it it turns me to another video. And then another video. And then another video. And here I am. And now that the after 30 minutes, I'm like you said, scratching my, huh?
1: Yeah. I'm not, you know what?
0: I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't yeah. just like I now think that aliens could be real. I think <laughs> aliens probably real, bro. Like. I think there's something, maybe not necessarily aliens, but I think there is something in outer space that we're not told about. Because yeah, I think... Like, I, go
2: ahead. I was going to say, like I, I don't think it's little green people walking around with big heads yeah. and big eyes. But <laughs> definitely there's some sort of life out there besides us, for sure.
0: Yeah, I, And, I think and we will
2: call them aliens.
0: Yeah, but. because we just don't know about it. Yeah, so yeah. There, there's something out there I think there's hella shit. When I say conspiracy theories, I just think there's hella shit the government ain't telling us about because they're scared, first of all, that we're all going to go crazy if we know about it. Like, if mm-hmm. we if we all know that there's life in outer space, Americans are going to go effing crazy.
2: We're right. going to
0: lose our mind. You see how Americans go on Black Friday. So they definitely going to go crazy if aliens are really out there, bro. It's, it's going to be a different world. So yeah, I yeah. I definitely think I agree with you. I think there's something about 9/11 that they're not telling us about.
2: For sure. And, then and I, I'm, I'm not also, saying it's it's anything that, you know, the government conspired with another country to do or nothing like I'm not saying any of that. All I'm saying is there's something there that they're not yeah. telling. Us. Yeah, I don't know could, what that is.
1: It could
0: literally but, yeah. be something that Denzel Washington was in on it. And they're not telling <laughs> us.
1: it could be <laughs> <laughs>
2: it could be anything. Yeah. It could I mean, be anything. It could, it, could, it could just be the reason that it happened. Maybe they know that and they just don't want to tell us. You know what I mean? Not that they had anything to do with it. They, they just but they know we're going to lose
1: our mind.
2: Yeah, and they just don't <laughs> want to tell us because they know we're going to go crazy. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I don't know what well. it is, but I'm not completely <laughs> 100% sold that everything they told us is all that it is.
0: Correct. Uh, another question. How do you feel about pineapples
2: on pizza? It's terrible. Terrible. What? Pineapples do not belong on pizza. Wait a minute, have you had pineapple pizza though? No, it makes no sense for me to try. But you
0: that. haven't tried? It.
2: <laughs> no, I no, I take that back. I've tried it, but I I didn't finish the bite. Like I hate I hate warm fruit. Oh it's man, it's I that, love. That's my problem.
0: I love. Okay, that you know what? That's the first logical argument I've had for that. Most people just like I just hate it. It's nasty, but I get it. Yeah. Warm fruit. But yeah. do you like baked apples and or fried apples and
2: stuff? I mean, you know you pie, like
0: it. You, No, no, no. You know you had some fried apples growing up.
2: That was trash. I've Are you serious? It. You're like that? Yes. No. <laughs> the, only, the only good part about fried apples was the cinnamon that went on top of it.
0: I love fried up bro I go to indies, like we said back home go to indies. I get me a dark piece spicy dinner box with a side of wedges and baked apples Ooh, nigga nah, that is my I'm, stuff bro I'm good on baked
2: apples bro damn <laughs> oh, so, okay so what's your
0: favorite pizza
2: pepperoni just pepper oh yeah I remember this <laughs> back in the day <laughs>
0: this. this is back yeah. when you didn't eat vegetables too back in the yeah. Hold on. wait a minute <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This always brings me back to you. Whenever people be like, you know, you know, people just don't be eating vegetables. And I think about you from back <laughs> in college because you was yeah. bragging about not eating vegetables.
2: That's changed <laughs> <You> now, though. <laughs> I eat vegetables, man. I eat, I eat uh, raw spinach, asparagus. Oh, you eat it raw? And broccoli. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat some wilted spinach. Are those,
1: your,
0: those your favorite vegetables?
2: That's the only vegetable I eat.
0: You said spinach, broccoli, and what? Asparagus. On oh, asparagus, those are my three. Fa- those are my three favorite vegetables, though. But I also yeah. eat, I eat. zucchini and squash. I eat carrots. Trash.
2: I eat squash. <laughs> I eat squash now. Well, it, my my fiance she makes squash soup, and uh, that's fine. Squash why. soup, now.
0: Yeah. That sounds hella white. That sounds hella white.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. It's fire though. Yeah. It's
0: I'm fire. Br- bruh. One minute, hold on. So I'm gonna have to ask some white questions now because you got experience <laughs> firsthand. Uh does she love casseroles? Because white people love casseroles.
2: Uh, does she make casseroles? No. Mm-mm. She don't, but well, come
0: on, don't be lying at her now. Tom. No, I, I'm not gonna <laughs> keep talking
2: with you. No, don't be eating but, y'all did for
0: Thanksgiving, y'all ain't eating no broccoli casserole. Green bean casserole? No,
2: no, no, no shot.
0: No, no, shot. Br- no green bean casserole. No. Okay, all right. Does she wear New Balances? What? No.
2: <laughs> Who do you know that does that?
0: Actually, nobody.
2: <laughs> does she?
0: Wait a minute. So, I so only ask this because. Uh, Our homeboy Ricky, you know Ricky My boy Ricky mm-hmm. from back in college He dated a white girl in college And I remember every time she didn't know what we was talking about Because we was talking in slang. She would go on Urban Dictionary To know oh, what we was God. talking about Has your fiance ever been on Urban Dictionary? Do you no. think? Yes or <laughs> <Mm-mm>.
2: <laughs> But I definitely have, have Taught her a lot
0: <laughs> What was her uh, favorite shows
2: Growing up? um she's actually not a big tv person like she didn't watch a lot of tv or movies so i don't, okay. I don't know if she actually has one of those who was
0: though. her favorite artist growing up like mu- music wise of course like what what kind of what what music was she listening to growing up Country is it similar sure. country mm-hmm. oh, okay have you found like yourself was in,
2: she, was in, she so she was in cotton no to answer that question. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> is like nah, 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 nah. And she was in college the same time we was, so she, you know, all the club songs and stuff like that that we listened to in college. She, she loves all those. So. The, the same type Actually, of thing A lot of our playlists are around our, our college hip hop, oh, okay. type songs for sure. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, she countries her stuff. I don't, I don't it.
0: <laughs> but she was like, no, I, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> all right.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Another question. Random question what inanimate object would you like to make an actual physical item that you could start selling as a product? You want me to say it again? Yeah. What inanimate object, you got that right. What inanimate Mm -hmm. object would you like to make an actual physical item that you could start selling as a product? So for me, I'll give an example. Mm -hmm. I think, I think it would be dope to sell blowjobs in a jar. Oh wow! Like Uh, imagine (laughs) you could probably help a lot of dudes out if you could just sell. If they could go to Walgreens and just like, can I get that uh that thirty three year old black woman uh blowjob? That thirty three year old black woman blowjob, and it'd be like nineteen ninety nine. They pay that twenty dollars. Or can I get that uh that Korean woman? Can I get that? (laughs) That blonde hair, take it that blonde hair, Brazilian woman. Like, I think I can make a lot of money. Not saying that I would necessarily want it. I would try it, though. But okay. I, feel, I feel like I can make a lot of money selling blowjobs in a jar. Yeah. So what's, like, some random object like that that's not an actual object?
2: Dang. You, that is not at all where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> but um, I, I will say... Um, I will say someone who just wants to have conversation.
0: Uh, he see, he made me, I'm over here sounding all <laughs> ratchet and dirty and he's like, I'm the deep thinker. I'm the deep thinker. Let me, no, uh, and I'm gonna
2: tell, I, I, but I'm gonna tell you why. For the, for the most part, especially folks like our age, it, maybe we're getting a little too old for this, but I would say our age and younger, the biggest issue with relationships is that they don't have someone who listens to them or who wants to talk to them about the things that they want to talk about. I think so that's you, exactly our age, though.
0: Yeah, I think probably,
2: that's our age. Yeah. But, if, but if you could have just a, a, a box of, some like, this person will listen to you and also carry on a conversation about anything that you want to carry on about, people would pay good money for that.
0: So you saying you would sell a person that's going to have dope conversation with you on like, they know about the topics you want to talk about and they're going to carry on dope conversation. Yep. I mean, it's actually pretty dope. That's why most of us listen to podcasts, except podcasts don't talk back to us. So it's like buying a podcast that will talk back to us.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, but I'll I'll give you the option that they just listen. They don't don't say women,
0: women, women would love that. Somebody just (laughs) listens. They don't talk back. (laughs) You yeah. don't have to say yes because you're in a relationship. I'm not, so mm-hmm. <laughs> He's...
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. I think I think people will pay no. good money for that.
0: That is actually no. Okay. Um, what mm-hmm. kind of secret society would you want to be in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's deep. You didn't get that one. You weren't mm-hmm. ready.
2: No, um, I'd say it's it's probably one about sneakers.
0: Oh no, that's definitely you. That's definitely you. That's yeah, definitely. I need
2: to, I need to know you know when the sneakers is coming out, and um, I can get a discount, and um, <laughs> that will be that. perfect. And and, and we a, get a, shoes a year earlier than everybody else.
0: A real secret society where shit don't leak, and they don't tell other people when stuff is coming mm-hmm. out or whatever. You well, are just, literally the first in line.
2: Yeah, and I'm just popping up with all the kicks that come out next year, and everybody's like, "Damn, hey, how are you getting those?" yeah <laughs> Can't tell all we ask is stress but...
0: <laughs> true uh, mm-hmm. all right who do you compare yourself to who is somebody that you I guess when I say this who is somebody that you might look up to and compare yourself to and like all right they was doing this I want to try to do this it can be somebody you know a celebrity whoever
2: it's tough man because I I'm, I have made it a point to carve my own lane and to be my own person and to be someone that my community and my family looks up to. So it's tough for me to answer that question. And, and you know, some people may be like, ah, oh, you, you know, but yeah. it's true, you know. And so but if I had to answer the question. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know, man, because I, I really don't.
0: I mean, it's fine to just say you just don't you didn't have anybody that you've compared yourself to.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's true.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, How do you, how do you motivate yourself? And the way you motivate yourself now, has that changed from the way you motivated yourself back in uh, 2011? Or 10 years ago, 10 years ago.
2: so, So now my biggest motivation is, is, is things that I personally don't think that I could reach um, as far as like goals and stuff. So I'm, I'm shooting for the moon in every type of idea, every type of project that I'm doing. And the fact that in my mind, I'm thinking this is going to be hard to do. It's going to be hard to pull off. That's my motivation because, you know, and, and then even when I don't do it, um, yeah. you know, that's even more motivation because it's like, man, I really could have did this if I would have, you know, started off earlier or did this, this piece a different way. And so now I'm motivated to go to the next thing. And that has changed from, you know, back in the day when I first, when I was first getting started, especially full time in in my job, I'll keep it professionally. um, I was more so motivated by recognition and, you know, getting recognized by my boss, by my peers, and winning awards and stuff like that. Now, like, I love the recognition still, don't get me wrong, but that's not the biggest motivation. Um, it's, it's, it's just trying to reach new heights and do different things and break more barriers.
0: Word. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something you miss about college?
2: Man, we was just on a, uh, a, a zoom with all my homies yesterday and we was going through looking at old pictures and talking about stuff. Um, it's crazy.
0: Back when we used to put up the middle fingers in pictures. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Real, real stupid stuff. I, right. just, I miss being around, like, like everybody. You know what I mean. So in, WKU, in a small environment, in a small environment, like yeah. at WKU, especially when we was going, and I think it's probably still like that now. But for the majority of the incoming freshman class, they all from Louisville. You know what I mean. And so we all got, <laughs> <to be laughs> yeah and, and we, it, we all had somebody in common, so we got to know each other and. And maybe I'm not, you know, hanging with Ray and, and, and Marcus and Vez and all them, but I'm hanging with Will and somebody else. And Will went to Seneca, and and I'm, one of my cousins went to Seneca. You know, and we can talk through yeah. anything. I, as long as I'm around somebody from Louisville, like, there's a little piece of home, and there's yep. also somebody that understands where I come from. And just being able to, like, I could go to Preston and get that, or I could go to Red Zone and get that. I could go to yeah. class and get that. You know what I mean? So just being able to have that camaraderie in a small space um, is is dope too. That's the
0: perfect, to be honest, that's the perfect um, way to explain it. The camaraderie in a small space. I think that's what we all miss because it was like a small little town that Mm -hmm. we was all in. Um, For me, I will say, maybe not the thing I miss the most, but one of the things that I miss um, red zone and them chicken tenders <laughs> rolled in. Them chicken tenders <laughs> rolled in that uh hilltopper sauce or the buffalo mm-hmm. sauce, whatever is in. But red yeah. zone was fire back in the day, bro. Red zone was like Oh Charlie's, to be honest. Nah, it was Oh, <laughs> uh, and did. I also and miss uh Garrett, the Garrett burgers. Uh, yeah. Going up to Garrett getting them burgers with the pineapples and the onion rings on that shit, yeah. bro. You we was eating pineapple. so, bro. We was eating so horrible back in college. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. We ate. I didn't give a damn about a vegetable back then, nigga. Give me some red zone burger. A bur- think about Garrett. That Garrett burger had <laughs> had a bacon, ham, onion rings, Whatever. pineapples. The two burgers cheese like everything was on that shit like we was eating that uh and then you can go to fresh food but no one was choosing healthy options niggas would get no. a salad and put like uh four thousand cups of ranch dressing and honey mustard
2: on that thing like Man, we was... used to go i used to go to red zone i mean not red zone but uh what's it called you just said it uh, fresh food fresh foods and uh I would for get for everybody hold
0: on. For everybody that wants to know fresh fruit was like the buffet and there was everything there from salad to cereal cafeteria. to
2: yeah, cafeteria. There you go. So I would get like three slices of pizza and a burger. That's
0: all you ate was pizza <laughs> bacon
2: like that's it. I would eat pizza and a burger. <laughs> like <laughs> this is crazy, bro. And then I no got like vegetables. Four, like four <laughs> sugar cookies. Like, like, what, the, what was I doing, man? Like,
0: hey, that's so true. I remember we used to go to fresh food. Zaya would basically, Zaya would get like three or four slices of pizza, and then get like four brownies, and just eat the-
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. I remember
0: mean, we like, would go for breakfast. Crazy. Zaya would get pancakes at breakfast, and he would pour so much syrup. Them pancakes was swimming in that syrup, bro. Yeah. We didn't give a damn. I mean, we was eating shit like ravioli and Hot Pockets. I don't yeah. think the college student. I don't think the college students now are as poor as we were back then, bro. Cause yeah. my my student staff be coming in work with with Macs all the time. They got the nicest laptops, the nicest equipment, and they come in fresh to death dressed. Mm-hmm. Like one of my students told me, "Well, life is a fashion show. You need to get with it." I'm like, bro. When I was in college, I wore sweatpants and basketball shorts everywhere I went. Dressing up to me was blue jeans and a polo. Yeah. That was dressing sure. up now. If I dress it like if you come in wearing blue jeans and a polo, they're like, Why you dressing down? Why are you dressing down? They
1: yeah,
0: it it was a a, it's it's different, bro. It's different now. It's different now, man. I we was broke and happy. We was broke and happy when we were in college, bro. We didn't care. We was I remember did y'all used to do this? We used to ride the shuttle Fridays to Walmart to go to the grocery store because freshman year and none of us had a car, so we had to ride that shuttle. To uh Walmart and the mall. We were so poor. We I remember us talking to ourselves, like, hey y'all, we're gonna be laughing about this a couple years from now, talking about how yep. poor we was and how horrible we look in the shit that we dressed in. But remember you catch that shuttle to uh Walmart
2: and uh what was mm-hmm. it, Greenwood
0: Mall? Greenwood Mall,
2: mall. that was yeah. the
0: shittiest mall True. True.
1: <laughs> Bro,
0: we was We was living a different life back then, y'all.
2: Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was luckily we, uh, ray had a car and i think lance had one too freshman year so you know we we had we had a few people in, in the click with um with, zaya with, didn't get his
0: car until spring semester so fall semester we was just out there struggling and broken poor but we was happy man like we were not bothered by it. like it was just how life was we didn't care back in the day man you was happy to have $96 in your bank account.
2: Like if, you
0: had, if you had money in your account, you good, man. Like
2: man, it was my, fine. My, my parents used to give me a hundred dollars a month bro. I used to make it stretch. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Very few times I saw $96 in my account, I can tell you. Yeah, bro. I started working and you know, I was working in Doug and then working at Liz and Macy's and, you know, that's What year
0: I was, was it when you with. first started working in college?
2: I think, was I working in, in PFC? Yeah, it was, it was, it was 08. So it was PFC. Was it junior year? Junior? No, nah, sophomore year. Okay. Um, so spring 08, spring 08. Spring 08. Okay. Spring all right. Yeah. So I started, towards I
0: started,
2: the started, end of sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. I working in, um in uh, January of 08.
0: I didn't get a job until my junior year. I didn't get a job freshman. I, I wouldn't, I, I know I couldn't have handled it my freshman year. I'm not even going to lie. I wouldn't have been able mm-hmm. to. I probably, I maybe I'm thinking I couldn't have handled it. I probably could have, but I just didn't think I could handle it. So I definitely didn't get a job freshman year or whatever. Yeah. And I just wanted to get adjusted to it. When I, sophomore year, the second part of sophomore year, like you said, in January, I had a little internship at the radio station. I couldn't handle that shit, man. They had me. Mm-hmm. They had me trying to work 3 a.m. shifts. And I'm like, bro, I'm I can't that. do this. I should have stuck with it. But because to me, I'd probably be perfect on the radio, to be honest. I probably would have been perfect on there. But I couldn't handle that shit, bro. Like trying to have to stay up to go in at three o'clock and work 3 a.m. Yeah. to 7 a. It was me and uh, Lakeitha. I don't know if you remember the home of Lakeitha. I,
2: I do. I do. Okay.
0: We was in there working at the same time, bro. I couldn't do it, bro. I was so tired and stressed. Then I was a basketball manager for the uh team for the men's team for a little bit and they had me stretched out I I wish <laughs> that if we talk about I wish, things that I wish that I were back then that I am now I wish that I was tougher back then I would have been able to handle it then like mm-hmm. with who I am now I can handle that shit but I can't handle that back then bro trying to be the manager and they'd have me in there at practice is over and <laughs> one of the players is like hey man just catch your rebounds for me I'm thinking he's yeah. talking about 10 minutes I thought he's about ten minutes. Ten minutes turning thirty, turning to an hour, turning to four. I'm like, bro, you trying to be Michael Jordan? I gotta Mm go home. And yes, he was trying to be Michael Jordan, so I get it. But Mm -hmm. my 19 year old self, I couldn't handle that shit, bro. I wish I could tell myself. I wish I had me now to whisper in my ear back then. Mm -hmm. Just keep going, bro. You got it. You 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 good. You good. Um, that's another question to bring up. If you could have who you are now whispering in your ear to who you were 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself?
2: Uh, when people ask me this, I always go to, to say, um, be smart with your money. Like, Oh, my
0: gosh. Yes. You know,
2: when I tell you I am just now getting over the mistakes financially <laughs> that I was making <laughs> yeah. in college. 10 years and, ago, 50 years. You know. <laughs> be be smarter with your money man yes i wait to start talking to my nieces my nephews my my kids about money management fam because yeah that's
0: that's like it's not a joke like it's real like it's not gonna go away you're not gonna wish it away or pretend like it's not there it's it's mm -hmm. it's gonna be a thing and so you're right that that's something that i would have said too like hey yo yeah manage your money bro like Mm-hmm. I always feel like I was good with my money, but I could have been next level. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. pay for that shit 10 years later. And yeah, we're just now I feel like we're just now in that era and generation of all right, I gotta take this serious. Mm-hmm. Like we're in this generation of where you're I think you're 32, right? Yeah. Yeah. We decided, man. So it's only been in these last like five years, I would say, that we really is like, all right, I gotta be for real. Mm-hmm. And we just we wasn't taught that, and that's just unfortunate that we wasn't taught that. Like in other races, ethnicities, groups, cultures, and all of that shit, we just wasn't taught that because life sucks for some of us sometimes. For sure, <laughs> like we're sure. dealt a different we're dealt a different card, and that's just that's just how that happens. Um, all right. Um, what song would you want to make into a musical? If you can make any song into
2: a musical, what would that be? Damn. I just had like <laughs> 10 songs the rest of my life. <laughs> That's a really good question. Uh, oh shit, wanna, I'm out there. I want to choose wisely because you know me, I'm a music person for sure. Right. Um, uh, so I got at least 10 on my head right now. Let me try to sift through <laughs> what would be.
0: I would Let's- love to make uh Jay-Z Big Pippin into a musical. That would be fire. Damn. Um what was the song a couple years ago? I think Lil' Uzi Vert, All My Friends Are Dead, All My Friends Are Dead. Yeah, like yeah. That yeah. would be a fire ass musical, bro. That would be a fire musical. So I would love to make that into a musical too.
2: Yeah. Um okay, I got a few. This probably isn't my number one choice, but for the sake of the question, I'm gonna say, um, What's the name of the daggone song? Um, oh. on Wayne's on, on Wayne's album on Carter One. Uh, when he's like when Jazzy Fays on it on the hook, it's uh. Hose? is it Hose? I'm way more fly than you. Oh yeah, nah, That's, that song. I'm
0: way yeah, yeah that, ain't that that good. that
2: song, bro. Because I'm Wayne get, Wayne get into his he get into his pimp stuff and you know and and just thinking about like I can see you know dressing up like the seventies type of is thing. Is that
1: Shine?
2: Uh. It ain't Shine. Uh, I'm, I'm way eating.
0: more flat because that's Jesse Faye. I'm way more flat yeah. than you. I think it's uh Shine. Is it Shine? Maybe. I think so. I'm going to have to play it now. Yeah, that's Shine. It's, that's shine.
2: Shine. it's called Shine. Yeah, it's Shine yeah. off of Carter okay. One.
0: Shine. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. hey, that, that
1: would
0: be a cool ass musical though, bro.
2: I can see it. I a see nice it.
0: hour and a half musical, bro. Yeah. Uh, that would be,
2: yeah, I'm with that, bro. I'm, I'm totally I with that. It. Speaking That's... of the pimp stuff, like, have you heard of Kimi Casanova? You heard that Who? song going around? Kimi Casanova? Uh-uh. His name is, I think his name is Akeem Ali, maybe, and the song is called Kimi Casanova. You haven't Kimi? heard it? Kimi? Kimi. Kimi Casanova. Spell it. Spell it. Damn, You, you need <laughs> to hear this. If you never heard this song, like it's no. it's gone viral, bro. Like everybody is talking about it. It's crazy. No, I ain't heard this shit. It's by who? I think his name is like Akeem Ali or something like it. Yeah, Akeem Ali. So look, this is
0: oh, oh nigga. I heard that <laughs> <laughs> that shit fly yeah. as hell, bro. Same. For everybody, hey, for everybody listening, look up a, a King, Akeem A K-E-E-M Ali. Yeah. And the song is Kimi Casanova. Hey, yeah. bro, I heard that uh uh like three or four days ago. That shit fly as hell, bro. <laughs> <And> that <shit.
2: laughs> So, yeah, just thinking like dress like he is on his album cover. Hey, that is the him with, musical. The, with the
0: chest hair out.
2: <laughs> yeah, easy. Oh, that.
0: Oh, nigga. Hey, you just painted a perfect, a perfect musical. dressed like him. You got like the it. silk shirt. Silk shirt. With, like, roses and bright colors mm-hmm. on it. You got it unbuttoned yeah. down to, like, the mid-tummy. <laughs> the mid-tummy with the chest hairs and chest down.
2: Yeah. Tuck the yeah. Some, end. Somewhere exotic. Yes. yes. I like uh, it.
0: That is a fire-ass, that's a fire-ass musical, bro. That's I like just... it. I,
2: I <laughs> would hey. produce it.
1: Hey, I'm with it, bro.
2: I am mm-hmm. with it.
1: One million dollars.
0: One million dollars.
2: Thank you. Um, One million
0: pick. effing dollars.
2: I love it, man. You know what? I'm, I'm going to start a scholarship called the, the Finally Doing Better Scholarship and um, give it to FDB the
0: GHSL, baby. I remember the yep. name.
2: <laughs> yeah. Man, man, I hold know. on. Wait, man,
0: hold on. I'm going to see if I can remember what it stands for. Finally
2: mm, Doing yeah. Better. This is being, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> finally, doing better.
0: <laughs> that's all it was. Yeah. It was finally doing better. That's
2: that's <laughs> Exactly what that means. That's hilarious. Because um, and the uh, only reason why I hesitate is because people have it in their mind that it means something totally different. That and, is it's also true. Being recording, I don't even want that out there. You know what I mean? Finally, um, doing better is what God it means. God has saved
0: me. God has yep. saved
2: me. Thank the Lord. God
0: has saved me, and shout out it to is. God. Uh the homie, God. The homie Thomas got 11 out of 14. You second place.
2: We'll take we out it. Here.
0: You, second flight. you second place, bro. So, we'll uh, take it. Shout out. Uh, we coming down to the end of the podcast, man. We'll be talking for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on. Is your lady there? She was hearing you talking all this positive shit. That's why you was <laughs> saying nice shit about her, because she in the background. No, yeah, yeah. No. Don't lie, nigga. She, yeah. She
2: just, she just got here. She has been but, oh, here for maybe the last 20 minutes of, of it. Oh, like right, bef- right before we did the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire stuff. <laughs>
0: well, let her know I'm happy what you have become since y'all been together. Just let her know that then. Like that's that's dope. That. That's that's dope as hell. Uh, I'm proud of you, my nigga. Man, I I really mean that, man. I'm proud of you, man. Both of us have come from a a long a long way behind us, man. Like for sure. Maybe not the same path. But we had a difficult path, you know what I'm
2: saying? For sure.
0: And that's 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 a dopey shit, man. We 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 come from some humble beginnings, kind of the same beginnings. We know it's Louisville to death, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Louisville to the death for sure. Um, yeah, I'm
2: proud of you too, my brother. I'm proud of you too, man. Getting now, out of your comfort zone, being able to move a couple times and moving for the right reasons, and and always finding a, a good spot to land, man. That's that's dope. So. Brody, no, man i appreciate
0: that because a nigga was scared back in the day bro i ain't even gonna lie yeah. i was scared man and i i think we forget that most of us are scared you know what i'm saying For most sure. of us are we forget it's okay
1: to be yeah scared.
0: it's okay that's the to be honest a lot of times that's the only difference that separates the successful people from the non-successful people is they were scared too but they said fuck it and i'm gonna just roll along like I'm pretty Jay-Z was scared, yo. Jay-Z was scared at some point in time. Lil Wayne was yeah. scared. Barack was scared. Beyonce was scared. All of them were scared. But at some point, you just gotta be like, Man, fuck it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'ma
0: just fight through it and get through it. And um, yeah, we not we not on that level, of course, but
2: sure. we did something. <laughs> in our own right, we are, you yeah. Know, nah, we
0: need to say that in our own right, man. We did something, we did something because. I've learned over the last couple of years that we're in a place where a lot of people would pray to be, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people would pray to be in our place. And as much as we, um, as much as we kind of belittle where we are and not necessarily we, as in us, but people mm-hmm. act like where we are, isn't anything. This is a lot to people where we're from. I hear, sure. I, I hear my parents and family members brag about where I am now. And this means the world to them. We like and we wouldn't be here without them. And I thank God. I'm pretty sure I can speak for you that we both thank God for the people that got us here. But yeah, man, uh we're not we're not Jay Z, we're not whoever, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that wish they could be in our position. And um I don't forget that on a daily basis, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I yeah. just I, I don't forget I'm, that I'm
2: with you. I'm with you, man. And you know, I'm super blessed and just my, my industry alone is super competitive and, you know, being able to be in a position where I've had like three different positions created for me. And, you know, there's people that have been trying to break into this industry their whole life, you know, and I'm super um, happy and proud about that. So.
0: Yeah, man, you should be proud of yourself, man. And sometimes like earlier you said, I don't want to seem arrogant or whatever, but it's not being arrogant. Sometimes you got to talk your shit, you know, because you worked hard to get where you are, and I've seen where you came from, and I remember you working hard. Like there's a lot of times you were smarter than the rest of us, where other people were going out drinking and partying, and you're like, "Nah, man, I got I got work in the morning, or mm-hmm. whatever it was, man." You was you just saw you saw past what a lot of people uh, saw, and that's the thing that people got to remember, man. You just got to see past what we see right now, and not yeah. everybody uh, not everybody recognizes that and sees it. It's hard to see. It, it, it's hard to see at 2021, 20, 22, but, yeah. uh, man, uh, fight past the circumstances. Maybe that's going to be the title of this, uh, podcast episode fight like past it. the circumstances, bro. My, I might have to put that on the shirt, bro.
2: Put yeah. that on the
0: shirt, man.
2: <laughs> uh, no, um, I mean, cause that, I, I, be, I believe that, man, I, I do. I like to say, um, uh, use roadblocks as motivation. Yeah. Um, you know, and you see it, and you say, "Okay, I could, I could either sit here and just wait for it to magically disappear, or I could figure out a way to get through it." Yep. Not around it, but get through it, and that's something that I, I firmly believe.
0: Word yeah. up, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. You've always been a, um, a, a source of inspiration for me. Always, you always motivated me to see what you're doing, and you being a homie and a friend we're from the same place, and just mm-hmm. seeing what you do, and seeing how, how um you're mature, you know what I'm saying, well, the mature way to pronounce that word is mature, mature. So, <laughs> but to, to see how mature you are, and you do, you do what you're supposed to do, man, you know what I'm saying, you make your, you do what makes you happy, you're gonna work hard, you're not gonna forget the people behind you, well, when I say behind you, that sounds kind of, you know what I mean? The people that you grew up with, sure. the people that you've been friends with, your loved ones—you're not for, you're not gonna forget about Louisville, but you're still looking forward. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna look, mm-hmm. you're not gonna forget about your past, but you're always gonna know about your future, and it's dope. You do your thing. You're not worried about what other people say because there are people with a weaker mind that will be scared to do what you did. There's gonna be people sure. that be scared to move to the West Coast. There, to be honest, there's gonna be black men that are scared to date a white woman in this day and age, and you just gotta have faith in who you are, have faith that the people who know you, know you and love you, you know what I'm saying, so that's mm-hmm. dope, man, and you always got a homie here, like, you always got a homie here you my dog forever, bro. I feel like yeah. I'm getting um, <laughs>
1: emotional. whatever.
2: <laughs>
0: emotional <laughs> up. but man, you my dog, man, you've been a source of inspiration for years, bro. and and I think I've I've, I've let you know that before, but I want to remind you like we gotta we gotta give our flowers while we can get them yeah. and uh i appreciate you bro like you never you never tried to i'm i am i want. let me inspire him or whatever but <laughs> For sure but but you've done it just by your work ethic and being who you are and i just want to let you know i appreciate who you are and i don't want you to try to deviate from who you are ever bro like mm-hmm. you my dog you cool you a leader um my dog, we talked. We, I think I texted years ago. My dog that worked with me at Florida State moved out there. Was working. I used to call him Red Bone. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I was calling him Redbone and he moved out there. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, my dog got a. Uh, he got a dope person to work with, man. You my. Uh, yeah. You cool, man. I just hope more people. I just hope no one's throwing you shade out there, and no yeah. one's out there like disrespecting you or shade you. But you know, that's what happen when you are doing your thing. As for sure and at the end nah, of that man, we just gotta know, be like fuck
2: them yeah you know i i think uh i i i, I don't know it, it's always people talk about you behind your back i think but for the most part man i, I try my best to help people and set an example and, and just be there for people so i think that hate I, I don't really see it as much just because they know i'm a genuine person and i'm just trying to help and make things better so
0: and you can't put your
2: energy towards it like whatever nah.
0: Like, you know it's there, but I just don't care. Yeah. I just, I don't have the energy for a man, it's dope. Um, we always end the podcast. We've said a lot of, I guess we said a lot of positive, inspirational shit over these last five minutes, but we always end the podcast in chicken and liquor hour off on something positive, something uh you would want to leave off to say to the people. Um, What's something dope, inspirational, funny, whatever you want to leave, what's something you want to leave off to the folks?
2: Man, I, I recently I've been big on telling people celebrate your wins in public if you want to. Like, don't I hate when people say, Yeah, you did something nice for this person, but why'd you have to post it on social media? Like, I would much rather see my timeline full of good deeds, people donating money, people donating turkeys or whatever the case may be, than some of the craziness that I see on my timeline. So don't be afraid to celebrate your wins, man. I know some people want to keep their wins. To themselves which is cool but you just never know who's watching and who you inspire you know and and anytime i'm posting something it ain't to brag it's to inspire and so don't be Word afraid to, to to celebrate your wins because you never know who's watching so for sure that's my my biggest piece of advice
0: Word, maybe that'll be the title of this celebrate your wins that's even uh, i like it yeah that's even better man celebrate your wins yes. um mm-hmm. man we gotta do this again bro we'll do this sooner than later i know everybody says that but i mean it we'll do this sooner than later bro i really appreciated this and had fun doing this bro we'll do it yeah, again yo. me
2: too man for sure hit me up anytime man. i'll make it work man you know man it's
0: uh two black dudes just out here trying to do their thing <laughs> live life man we just out here trying to be inspirational powerful um know what we're doing live our life stay out of trouble you know what i'm saying have a good time doing it And have a good time doing it. We connect, man. Um, I love you, dog. I appreciate you, man. You stay blessed, bro.
2: Yeah. Um, Love you too, my brother.
0: Man, it's been another hour of the Chicken Liquor Hour. Y'all stay blessed, be blessed, and bless others. Uh, Love you, my nigga. You stay blessed, dog. Peace out.